This isn't for your eyes. Welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Groovy Ghoulies podcast. As always, I am your host, Mr. Reese Griffiths, and as always, I am joined by the Mr. David White. Hello. Um, yeah, this episode, the latest and greatest episode. Um, again. Again, as always, we're <laughs> going to be discussing a little bit later the party as we're in February. Only two months late. Yeah. That's fine. But we're discussing our top picks of 2019. And we're going to go into some of our favourites from the decades as well, but I believe that's just films because, as a, as, <laughs> as you've come to expect yeah, from us, the Groovy Ghoulies like staple now is we've come in fully prepared for everything, <laughs> and with full lists of music, film, TV, games, and top ten decades. But the top ten decade is just film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because obviously, again, we're very prepared. Very prepared. Uh, top music. I've got two albums. Yeah, I haven't like, even done top TV because I don't think I watched any TV. I've only got fucking four films from last year. <laughs> 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 We're just going to talk some stuff that was good last year. Yeah. We're just going to do a roundup. Let's, yeah, let's, yeah. let's, let's reevaluate and just call it a roundup. Okay, yeah, I can do that. Of 2019. Yeah. Our choice cuts. Choice cuts. Rather than top oh, yeah, 10. I like that, yeah. Choice yeah. cuts. Here's a and then title no drop pressure. the episode right there. Yeah, there's no, no <laughs> pressure. Choice yeah. cuts. Like okay, let's rewind. <laughs> Welcome to the latest and greatest <laughs> episode of the Groovies Ghoulies podcast. Yeah, this episode, Choice Cuts. Yeah. We'll be discussing our favourite things in 2019. Sweet. <laughs> well done, man. <laughs> Before we get into that, though, what have you been up to? Um, oh, I'm trying to think if I've been doing anything remotely exciting outside of working, sleeping, and eating. Um, I went to the Wild Hearts gig the other day. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, I like the Wild Hearts. I got a soft spot. Mm. Um, I'm not like one of these diehard Wild Heart tattoos, bloody leather jacket people. Yeah. Um, but I do like essentially their hits. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, I saw I got to see them last yeah 2019 at. 2000 Trees Festival. Oh, yeah. It was all like, oh, actually, they, you know, they put on a good show as well. So yeah. they announced they were touring this year. They're touring with CKY and Backyard Babies. Okay. So sort of, oh, I don't know, really know anybody that wants to go. They're one of those bands that like people just like, yeah, no, I don't really care about the Wild Hearts. Yeah. I think it's like a generational thing. It's yeah, like yeah. if you were around when they were originally around, yeah. then, you then you're good to go. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't know, they don't seem to be picking up masses of new followers uh, to be honest I don't think I can name a song yeah that's yeah. the other thing it's like 
essentially they were like my understanding is back when they first started they were one of these you know up and coming pioneers of the new British rock and roll movement yeah yeah and then they had massive drinking and drug problems and <laughs> sort of slowed down and went off the radar a bit yeah yeah um I did but, see mutations was it yes was that a year last year or the year before I think that was the year before yeah they were good yeah that's Ginger Wildheart from the Wild Hearts yeah and um yeah, Scott from Scott, 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 Scott something, Welsh lad, Merthyr boy, I think, or Merthyr, for something. Sure. Aye, somewhere scummy and valleysy. Yeah, but yeah, shout out to all our Merthyr peeps. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, that's the like noise heavy, dirty fucking yeah, yeah. rap yeah, project. Too, wasn't. Whereas, yeah, Wild Hearts are much more cock rocky. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was good. Um, the guy in work was like, yeah. My missus really likes CKY, so yeah. we're up for going. And I was I've like, always associated CKY with just being like a joke band. Yeah, know? I don't like, think their association with Jackass helps. Much. Yeah, no. I just assumed they weren't really a band. You yeah, know what I mean? <laughs> like a novelty thing. Yeah. <laughs> I know the one song they did um, fucking years and years ago. What was it? It was the one basically featured in the Jackass movie. Yeah. Doodle doo. I don't know, I don't think it was that one. Um, <laughs> there was one that was quite big. I think it was that one. Like, I don't know. Let me, let like me, let late me 90s or something. grab out my phone. Flesh into gear. Right. That's what that, it's called. That might be that one. I, I don't really, I'm not a CKY. I avoided them with a wide berth. Well, yeah, neither am I, but I know that one. <laughs> um, flesh into gear, which one's that? Yeah, that's that one. <laughs> Here's the one thinking that you're thinking of, yeah? That's the one I'm thinking ah, of. Ah, okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good to me miming it, though, I thought. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. Fair play, yeah. yeah. If I'd known the song, then maybe... Yeah, I'd, I'd have been yeah. a winner. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Yeah, he was like, oh, I'm keen to go. And I was like, man, that's like pretty steep. It's like 30 quid a ticket for Oof. like a support band. Yeah, yeah. They're going to play maybe a 20-minute set. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I've never heard Backyard Babies. And I was like, yeah, no, neither have I. Have you heard of them? Yeah, I've heard of them, but I got them mixed up with bloody Towers of London. Okay. So when they were, you were like, oh, what do you think of Backyard Babies then? I was like, oh, I don't know, apparently they're a bunch of assholes. <laughs> like, I'm a completely different band. And they come out on stage and they're like, yeah, they look like a bunch of assholes as well. And uh, he said, like, where are they from then? I was like, oh, London, I think. And then the lead singer guy's like, hello, we are from Sweden or Scandinavia or wherever yeah. the fuck it was. And I don't know why we always come over here, but it's always wet and cold. And he was like, ah. They're not Londoners then. <laughs> I've got completely the wrong maybe, fucking band. Maybe they're not assholes. <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> that would be a surprise. Um, but yeah, no, I went down and the doors were like stupid early. The doors were like six o'clock. Oh, really? So yeah, it was like zoomed down to Cardiff after work. Mm. Got in, first band on. I mean, to be fair... The doors were open early, but the bands played for a lot longer. Okay. Like, I think CKY, they'd usually have a 20 to half hour set. They mm. had best part of 45, 50 minutes set. Oh, okay. Backyard Babies had best part of an hour and a half, and Wild Hearts had best part of an hour and a half. Oh, wow. So it was like, it was, you know, it, they, yeah. you were getting your money's worth. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, it was good fun. Um, I don't think I went to any other gigs. I don't think we went to any gigs since Not we last since we last spoke. recorded, no. Um I went to Slipknot. How was that? Motorbike. Well, I went based on the strength of the sport because Behemoth right. was sporting. I love Behemoth. And um, 
we were still queuing well Behemoth started oh no way it's fucking ridiculous man is it one of those they opened the doors and the bands were playing pretty much like I think oh, the doors opened at 7 and the bands started at half past right but obviously with a, points a fucking huge. arena yeah you're not going to get everyone in in half an hour yeah though. So you could hear Behemoth playing when we were still queuing up and I was like raging. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I mean, like the reason I came to this and spent an exorbitant amount on a ticket was for Behemoth. But we caught the last sort of 20 minutes, half hour of the set. Yeah. It was, they were good. But the, the sound in the motorbike man is fucking abysmal. I'm trying to think the last time I went there and it was so long ago I can't even think the last band I saw there. Yeah. I think My the last time I went was with you guys going to Slipknot and Slayer. I mean that's like that was years, Fuck, years that's ago. That's almost man. twenty years yeah, ago. Yeah, like, yeah, that's a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's scary. Yeah, I, know, yeah. I think I saw Biffy in there. Okay. A few years back. But yeah, the sound is terrible. It's awful in there, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I I thought it might have just been a one-off, but like. No, the sound is fucking abysmal. There, yeah. definitely. Like, I don't know if there's a sweet spot in there. Like, during the O2 in London. Yeah. Like the mastered on all that. Oof. Yeah, exactly. Like we found the sweet spot there, and it was amazing. But everywhere else, it just sounds awful. And I don't know if like there's a sweet spot in the mode point that I don't know about. Yeah. Like maybe in front of the sound booth, something like that. But yeah, no, the sound was fucking terrible all night. And Slipknot were like, they're, they're a massive band now, aren't they? You know, they're like huge. when we I... first, when I first saw them was with the first time we went to the mode point with you yeah. guys. And they were awesome then because like they were still wearing the orange jumpsuits, you know, they were just like the second album, I think, I think it just it was came the out. Iowa tour, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So like they were still quite raw, you know? Yeah. And like they they had like the fucking baseball bats with the barrels and shit like that, you know? They're not the polished fucking superstar metal act yeah, that they are now. Exactly, yeah. And like they've got this this like hugely elaborate like set on stage and it's just I think I think it's just lost all his soul, you know what I mean? It's one of those again, I'm gonna probably come off like sounding a bit of an arsehole. <laughs> but I think it was volume three when they started doing acoustic stuff. Yeah. And I was like, man, he's dipping into these like Stone Sour Stone is Sours, being yeah. slowly injected yeah, yeah. into Slipknot, yeah. Yeah. And I haven't listened to a single album since Volume 3. Yeah. But, like, I haven't felt the need to either. Yeah, no, because you've got what you wanted to do Slipknot. Yeah. You know? I mean, don't get me wrong, that I, the Iowa tour where we saw him when it was Mastodon, yeah. Slayer, Slayer, Slipknot, Slipknot, was one hell of a fucking lineup. I think Hatebreed as well, wasn't it? It might have been, yeah, actually. I think it was Hatebreed started. Oh no, Mastodon was Mastodon first. opened because we were just like, oh, Mastodon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pterodactyl. Dinosaur fans, yeah, yeah. 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 Because um, we were like fucking. What, I had no idea what the fuck they were. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. And yeah. And then. Well, that was my Yeah, so it was Mastodon, then Hatebreed, then Slayer. Then, then Slipknot. Slayer, then Slipknot. Yeah. yeah, man, that was a fucking show. But I remember with the. I, it's one of those. I've been to loads of concerts, loads mm. of gigs over the years. But there are a few that have stuck with me quite as much, I think, as that Slipknot show. Yeah. Um, again, putting aside the fact that that lineup for yeah, that time yeah. was yeah. incredible. Oh, yeah. But again, um, it was the first time I'd ever seen Slipknot. Yeah. Yeah, same. And when that curtain dropped and they were there, they was I was just so fucking hyped. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think I've ever been that hyped for another band since. Yeah. Like, I've never felt that, like... Excitement. Or yeah, like, like, uh, like to... Compared to anything, I'm thinking of like girls at like oh, One Direction concert, just completely <laughs> yeah. losing their shit. Like yeah. I was losing my shit yeah, that yeah. they were up there playing this yeah. stuff. That's it, and, and they were playing like Wait and Bleed, and they were yeah. playing fucking Surfacing and Eyeless and shit like that. And it was fucking oh, I they did play Eyeless. Coming out of it, glowing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But um, again, every time I've seen them since, because I've seen them playing at a couple of festivals. Yeah, I've seen years, them a few times. Download yeah. and stuff. Yeah. 
it's just never been the same. No. So I don't know if I burned out too early. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I've tried to check out like all their releases since sort of the first one, and none of them have obviously come close to the first one. But um, I, I quite like the newest one. We are not your kind. It's alright. It's again, it's new Slipknot, but it's you know, good for new Slipknot. I kind of get Slipknot, and kind of get the impression that they're very much like my how I would describe like the Foo Fighters. Yeah. <clears throat> Like I, I, I'm not contesting that the Foo Fighters are a great bunch of musicians mm. who do good songs, but I always fall into the trap of they release a single and I'm all like, man, that's a fucking banger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I buy the album and I'm all like, ah, oh, uh, really? yeah, yeah. Mm, it's all right. Yeah. Almost, I think it's the same with Slipknot, except that I don't fall into the Slipknot trap where <laughs> I hear a song and I'm all like, oh man, that's the new Slipknot one. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But then I don't check anything else out because yeah. I'm under the impression that it's not going to be. Yeah, they're yeah. never going to top that first album. No, they're not. They they can't. No. Even yeah. with Iowa, when Iowa came out, it was like, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, I was it's never a big Iowa album. fan. Yeah, exactly. Because the first album is just pinnacles and that. Yeah. And they just can't. And they they can't ever top that now because they can't go back to that sound because they're too the polished now. They're too headed, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're too highbrow band now. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was. I mean, they again, they did put on a good show, like they always will. But it's never going to be as good a show as. But I, say, I think when they get to a certain point then where they become the mega superstars that they are, yeah. it's sort of expected. It becomes like a thing where oh, you yeah, go yeah. to a Slipknot show for the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you go for the fireworks and the yeah. stage antics and all that. I remember like the Iowa tour mm. and originally Cardiff was going to be the first date, yeah. but then they cancelled for some reason. I think it might have been 9-11. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was it? Yeah, maybe not. I, I, th- I think it was maybe after that because 9-11 was when we first started in... Astrid College. College, yeah, which is roughly so, the time Iowa come out. Yeah, but then, like, we obviously wouldn't have gone then because I don't think we've even spoken to each other at that point. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's like my first day there, I think 9 11 happened. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, I've completely forgotten. Yeah, sorry. Guys go. <laughs> minor indiscrepancies in your timeline, but yeah, yeah. completely throwing you off. Um, but yeah, no, there was like uh, something, but it was, it was the right time yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm completely thrown as well. No fuck. <laughs> yeah, you are. Like the I, I was never a big Iowa guy. Like, and the first album was definitely like peak, peak Slipknot. And that was it. I know I was going to say stage show. So yeah, yeah, that's right. They were supposed to be playing Cardiff first. For some reason, the tour was canned for a bit, and then they yeah. come back. And the first dates they played were London. Yeah. And I don't know if you ever saw the Disaster Pieces DVD, the live DVD. I think I did. Yeah. And they had the whole Joey Jordison when he was back on drums, on the drum kit, and the drum kit raised up oh, in the air, yeah, like, tilted that, yeah, up, yeah. and he's playing fucking, hanging up in the air, fucking yeah, yeah. smashing fuck out of stuff. And I was always, like, really pissed, because I was like, man, that should have been the Cardiff show. Yeah, yeah. Bastards. Yeah. Um, but from then on, like, the, all the stage shows, like, just got more... Elaborate and... Yeah. Stage showy. I yeah, mean, yeah, like yeah. I said, going back to the first... First few times we saw him, mm. it was just basic fucking... Yeah, on so stage. like nine dudes on stage fucking about, and fucking about, and yeah. like the owning the stage yeah, rather yeah, than yeah. They're relying on other, other like bits to yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I did notice that at any given point, these three members of Slipknot not not doing anything, right? At all, <laughs> just sort <laughs> of around yeah, that yeah. stage. Exactly, yeah, uh, yeah, it's nuts. Uh, and, and like, I don't think the sound in the CIA could have sort of saved it for me. No, you know, because it would have made it better. Because I could actually fucking hear what's going on. But. It's really weird because 
for me, I'll throw the question out to you, is say you're a festival yeah. and Slipknot are playing, mm. would you go and watch them? Only if there was nothing else on I wanted to see. But I say, if, you know, they still, I'd still go, there's still the draw there to go and see them. I'd mm. still go, what if they were headline at a festival and whoever was on the second stage was, I didn't really care about. Yeah. I mean, I'm just not really giving it much of a, well, it's the a same strong Metallica. argument for going to watch. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I think for Metallica, I'd go watch Metallica almost every time unless there was somebody I really wanted to watch. Oh, see, I, I like. I could take or leave Metallica now. Same. I like. I re, I haven't listened to anything they've released since Saint Anger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the my go-to albums are Kill 'Em All, Ride the Lightning, Ride the Lightning and Master, and Master of Puppets. Puppets. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I don't listen to Injustice, Load, Reload, anything. Yeah, no. Black. Well, no. Black, Load and Reload are very much albums of their time. Like They yeah, belong oh. to that specific period of the time <laughs> and they can't ever be taken out of it. You know? A sketchy time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But again, you know when you go and watch them, they're going to put on a fucking show. Oh, they put on a good show, yeah. But like, this is a show that I've seen so many like... fucking times and Lars can't even drum anymore. Yeah. So it's like, ugh. You know? But then, like going back to Slipknot, like I would, I again, I'd see them if there was nothing else I wanted to see. But I've seen them so many times now, that it's just like, oh, can I be asked? Yeah, there's that whole thing of like, not so much fatigue, but like, okay, yeah. maybe I should check somebody else out. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. They still like. I think the point I'm trying to make is I'm still interested enough to see them. Yeah. If their names on a bill, mm. it's not like. And a, if you're going anyway, they're not going to be the main draw for you to go. Yeah, they're them. not the main draw, but I would still watch them. So, like, for example, let's say download. Let's say. They've got fucking Slipknot on the main stage and Nickelback headline in the second fucking stage. Right? I mean, it's like a request. I, know. <laughs> I was trying to think of somebody else. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, you've got Let's put Corn up there. So yeah. you've got Slipknot main stage, Corn headline in the second Slipknot. stage. Slipknot. I've never seen Corn. I go and watch Slipknot. Corn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, I like Corn, but like I like old Corn. Yeah, and exactly. I haven't listened to anything they've released yeah. since. But even old Corn is quite like. Yeah. Dated. I mean, the, the fact it's they're still going is quite very new metal. Yeah. Whereas, like the first Slipknot album, although it is quite new metally, it's not as new metal as like uh, they managed to sort of uh, dodge that bullet quite a bit, lot, yeah, didn't yeah. they? Although they were like almost the face for new metal. Yeah, exactly. For a while, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, no, no, we're just a metal band. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll buy that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's when he started singing, like instead of screaming, that's yeah. when they became like a non-new metal band. Yeah. Okay. Smart move. Start, now stop relying on the DJ so much. So much. <laughs> yeah, now he just stands there every yeah, exactly, yeah, the yeah. song for yeah. doing nothing for three minutes. Exactly. Uh, yeah, been up to anything else, man? Uh, I don't think I haven't been away with work. <coughs> trying to think if I watched anything like outstanding recently. Mm. Um, oh, I did a whole thing where like I took a load of stuff to CX to trade in. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so I was, I was trying to... I'm hoping to move this year. I'm hoping to buy a house. Sorry about that. That was my can of Red Bull. Um, I'm hoping to buy a house this year. So I've started like packing up some stuff and I'm sorting through some stuff. And I was like, oh, I've got a load of games here that I don't play. Yeah. And my fucking PSV did now that i got a Switch for Christmas. I don't bother with. So I was like, oh, I'll fucking chin that off. Yeah, yeah. Where'd um, you get that, <laughs> Oh, They give me like 80 quid for it, credit. Sure, so it wasn't too bad. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, got a Switch for Christmas. Don't really bother with that. Mm. Um, PlayStation TV, don't really bother with that. The idea was I could take that away and plug it into a TV when I'm away with work, but I don't yeah. go away with work anymore. And even if I did, I could take the Switch. So it's yeah, like, yeah. again, redundant. Took did all you this... buy the Switch for your kids for Christmas? <laughs> it's like a joint <laughs> gift for me and my son. And funny enough, I was talking about moving 
we're looking at a house to buy on the weekend we're looking at one and it's a mess and we're not buying it yeah. but I said but oh well we could do like it was really, for a really low ball offering yeah yeah <clears throat> like half the cost of the house or whatever yeah and if they accept it you can all go move up to the mill where my missus's parents used to live yeah yeah which they still own, but nobody's living in there. You can all go live up there. I'll live in the house and fix it, and then we can save having to pay rent for another place. Right. And Owen was like, I'm taking the switch with me, <laughs> Owen being my son. Yeah. And I said, what? How'd you work that out? He said, it's like, it's ours. He said, yeah, but you'll be busy working. I'm like, you'll be busy in school. <laughs> he got this whole argument about, like, whose right is it to own the switch? But yeah, no, technically, it's both of ours I and mean, we have to share yeah. so technically I also can't take it away with me but I'm the boss and every other time maybe, you know? yeah exactly yeah, compromise. yeah. <laughs> you've been naughty I'm taking the switch away <laughs> what do you mean I've been naughty I don't know you You left your socks on the floor you can't go on the switch for a week <laughs> wow yeah something like that I don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll work it to my advantage I, mean, I think I've derailed this again <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no um I don't. I haven't been to the cinema. I don't think I haven't seen anything. Oh, CX. That was it. I had an interesting thing about CX. So yeah, I took a load of shit to CX. Traded in. <clears throat> they give me like a hundred odd pounds worth of fucking store credit. Yeah. So then I was like, right, I'm trying to save money by not spending money. But technically, if I go shopping at CX with a voucher, it's not spending money. Yeah, technically. So I've just been like cruising around CXs like a fucking creep, like <laughs> <coughs> from my house, Merthyr CX. Then a little bit further down the road is a Ponty CX. Yeah. And then there's Cardiff CX. Yeah. So it's like, right, today I'm going to go to Merthyr CX. There's nothing there. I was going to go to my parents, but I'll just, you know, go to Ponty CX yeah, yeah. first. And then, okay, there's a couple of bits there, right? I should go home. Well, maybe I'll go to Combran CX instead <laughs> on the way home. And I've literally just been like hopping to three or four different CXs yeah. on a Sunday because Sunday's the one day I get off yeah. at the moment. Just buying shit. <laughs> like movies just uh, go on well I haven't got that oh this is the new 4k scan release of Escape from New York I've already got it on Blu-ray yeah. but it's not new, new 4k one. scan yeah. and it's only Fiverr except I'm not really paying a Fiverr for it because it's credit so let's just go fucking mad <laughs> so I've been buying loads of shit yeah. um, I started watching the IP Man films oh yeah, yeah, yeah which are like kung fu movies yeah it's one of those things I don't know why it's a really bizarre concept where, as a kid, I used to love like Bruce Lee and Enter the Dragon, but never watched anything else he did. Okay. Um, I used to love watching action movies, but never dipped into kung fu movies, yeah. whether it's because they were subtitled and I was a child and didn't really care for reading stuff on the telly. Um, but like, it's a genre of film that I've never really dipped into until recently with stuff like The Raid and stuff like um, Headshot. Yeah, 13 assassins all the rest so somebody that I follow on Instagram Haze of the Dead mm-hmm. she like loves her kung fu movies and yeah. she's going on about this IP man so again CX tracks do, 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 do. Yeah. they happen to have in CX Cardiff IP man 1, 2 and 3 on Blu-ray oh, nice. and I was like fucking right let's give <laughs> them a dip yeah. so I checked them out and they were cool as fuck I've never been a big like kung fu movie guy uh, it's, I don't know if it's just like a <clears throat> it's weird I was talking to the guy in work about it the, the boy yeah. so there's only two of us there's the guy and there's the boy and myself so there's three of us but there's two other people so there's two of them and three in total and, yeah. just to clarify but, you do actually know these people's names eh? I do yeah yeah 
I don't want to give him the credit of actually mentioning his okay, name yeah, though, yeah. in case yeah. you know he hears it and he's all like, "I was mentioned on your podcast. I'm oh, super yeah. cool because he's that kind of guy. He's a massive okay. asshole." <laughs> well, um, <laughs> do you know, he, actually, on a side note, he offered to like come on the podcast and discuss stuff with us. Okay, um, like a, almost like a I'm gonna have to say his name now, like a die agony ant page. Um, where like we can ask him things and he'll give us a response to it like a Carl Pink <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like what's going on and to give you an example of this boy some of the stuff he said over the years um, basically if you're a promiscuous lady of sorts then your flaps on your vaginas are your first of them grow um, that's science <laughs> <laughs> he knows because he's met a woman who has had a baby and she has larger flaps than another girl he's met that hasn't had a baby. So that's science. Right. Um, he didn't know about whether you could post first-class stamps in a post box. He thought first-class stamps had to go directly to the person in the post office. Right. So letters, sorry, with first-class stamps, just yeah. to clarify, they don't go in the post box because that's like... Second what class. did he think would happen to letters with the first class stamps of the postbox? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't <laughs> ask. He thought like you had to like physically hand them over to a post person because they got priority. Right. Like if you put them in the postbox, God knows how long they'll be in there for. Never mind that it's collections <laughs> daily. Just to clarify now, not like going into a post post office and giving it to the clerk behind the counter. Like waiting yeah. for your postman and handing no, it to No, no, no. Going into the post office or you right, giving okay. it to the clerk. He yeah. thought you couldn't put first class post in a post box he thought you actually had to go into a post office and physically hand them over to a clerk so they would get preferential treatment <laughs> over second class post um, amazing something to do with what was the other one of my favourites um, to do with uh, meat right uh, why do we get red meat and white meat right. <clears throat> and again I, I don't know I'm not that smart but I said I'm guessing it's something to do with proteins and you know yeah, and, yeah. and he's like no 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 it's the sun. And I said, well, what do you mean? <laughs> he said, well, animals that are out in the sun all day, right. you get red meat. Yeah. Right. And animals that are not, you get white meat. He said, look at chickens. <laughs> right? Chickens in cages, white meat. So okay. if they go out in the sun, it's more brown. Are you Is talking it? about a roast chicken? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you can like, if you get chicken breast already cooked, then it's white. Yeah. But if you roast the chicken, the skin goes brown. Yeah. So you get a brown chicken he said no 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 no. it's like it's like fact it's, it's really not though <laughs> no, I don't know what, what about pigs pigs are outside no they're not well yeah they are yeah, pigs they pigs are quite often are. outside yeah. no no they're always inside he said uh, you get pigs they come out and they wallow in mud outside don't you live like near fields and shit yeah, like yeah that? you live, like, like, in, live in a very rural area yeah. there is primarily farming and yeah. DIY yeah, careers yeah. um <laughs> yeah hmm. Well, they use the mud as sunscreen. This <laughs> <laughs> is why pigs are white meat, because they're smart enough to put on sun cream. Uh, anyway, so this, this guy is the, he's offering to come in uh -huh. to be like an agony ant. That, so, in all fairness, that could be incredible. It could be incredible. I think it's definitely a separate podcast, though, because he doesn't do horror films. Right, okay. But we were discussing this in work, and I asked him, and I was like, just like, I like to throw hypothetical questions out there that are a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. And uh, I said to him, but well, I said, all right, well, what questions are we going to ask? And he's like, you ask about anything. I was like, you know, anything. I said, okay. Um, and like, he's very straight in as much as 
I say he's very straight in as much as he's a weird one. I can't understand it, right? <clears throat> he's had apparently several threesomes involving male figures yeah. and a female, so uh, two dudes and a chick. Yeah. Three or four times, right? So he's not afraid of other dick. Right. And he's openly admitted that he likes stuff up his butt, right? Okay. So I'm like, well, that's you're like halfway there. Yeah. If you don't mind a dick floating around near <laughs> you, <laughs> and you like stuff in your butt, you're basically there. Like, <laughs> you know, you just gotta stop it from floating around to be in replaced with whatever it is going in your butt with a dick, and you're away. <laughs> but he's like, no, no, I'm not getting the slightest. I'm not interested in men in any way, shape, or form. And it's like, but you kind of, I don't know. Really? Uh, okay, if you say so. So every time I get to ask him things involving dick, it amuses me slightly because I know it makes him feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So I asked him about, do you think women, uh, they, they meet a man in a bar, we're going completely off track here, but this is, yeah, no, so we'll keep running. Yeah, like this, yeah. <laughs> do you think women, right, they meet guys in a bar, right, they take a guy home, you're getting down and dirty, taking your clothes off, mm, kissy kissy, touchy touchy, right? And then you drop your pants, right? So, because of pornography now, right? Mm. Most pro- professional pornography actors have got a length of wood to play with, right? They're not your average Joe, hence they do pornography. Yeah. So, is there this misconception that, like, you get back, you know, you take your pants off, if you pull out a small to average penis, yeah. Are they going to expect a subpar performance because you haven't got a porn star cock? Huh. If you pull out a massive wang, are they going to expect a porn star performance? And then if you don't deliver a porn star performance, you're a terrible lay. Yeah. And he, he had to sit and think about that for quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, no. Do you know what? I think you're right. I think guys with big dicks have got a lot of baggage to carry around. <laughs> Again, this could be genius. This could be like exactly. what a podcast needs. It's like, do you know what? That's probably the most logical thing you've ever said <laughs> about dicks. <laughs> oh, amazing. Right, so coming soon. <laughs> coming soon. A yeah. new side project. Yeah. Um, I'm not I sure mean, we'll we, we should probably attach it to this podcast at some point. Yeah, you know? we'll, we'll get them in and talk horror movies. We don't need the listenership. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor David. Yeah. What about you? Have you been up to anything else outside of Slipknot in? Uh, Slipknot in. Um, what have I been doing? Nothing much. I've been getting lots of reading done on my commute. So I finished Hardship Box. That was good. I finished um, Truman Capote's In Cold Blood. Nice. Read that? No. Very good. Very good. Uh, yeah, I got on stage one about it. Um, what else have we done? We watched Dracula last night, the BBC version of BBC. Dracula. That's very good. He was, yeah, I mean, it's Dracula. The general yeah. consensus is it's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah. Um, I think the last episode that people had problems with because of his changes is uh, talking. He gets a bit of a cockney going on, doesn't he? Yeah, but I mean, the reasoning behind his sort of languages and the things he knows is that when he eats people or like he sort of consumes their blood or whatever, he gains their sort of knowledge and their accents and their... Okay. So it's tied into logic. Yeah, that's something that happens from the first episode, so I don't see why people have a problem with it in the third. Yeah. Like in the first one, he's like an old guy. And like in the book, essentially, the first one is like a lot of it's taken from obviously the lore of Dracula from the book and whatever. Um, but he he's like old he's decrepit and then he feeds and then he's young and then he can speak English perfectly whereas in the when he when he was old he was like 
a thick sort of <clears throat> Eastern European accent. You know? Right. And his English wasn't perfect, but it was passable. But then when he was young, he was perfect English and yeah. had a bit of an English accent going on from feeding on John Harker was in. <clears throat> so, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's enjoyable. It's definitely worth a, worth a look, I'd say. Check it out. Yeah. So it's, I need to <clears throat> try to make a conscious effort of trying to watch more TV this year. Yeah. And although I did watch several things... The, okay, I don't know if it's just because I'm getting old and fucking miserable yeah. but like there's not enough stuff like again which is why we're doing choice cuts, choice cuts. because I couldn't think of a single <laughs> game that I really enjoyed enough to put on a list of top five like out of every game that came out this year there isn't one that sticks in my mind as being like I had such a great time playing this game not even Fallen Order? no I, again I enjoyed Fallen Order I liked mm. it a lot but it was just a Tomb Raider game with a Star Wars skin on yeah, I see your point. I, re- I it's going to be in my top games, but only because I again I've got like how many? Uh, I've got four games and two of which are ports, and one of Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> <laughs> I did really fucking enjoy it. Like I thought the story was excellent, to be honest, and the gameplay a little Dark Soulsy, a little sort of Metroidvania, and I like that. I'm going for the platinum at the moment, and that's annoying as fuck. Just grindy and <laughs> yeah, it's going to say. I had a look. Yeah. Uh, nah, send it back. I rented it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, where were we before this tangent? Uh, me being miserable. Oh yeah. Yeah. So TV. Trying to watch more TV. Like mm. I literally can't. The stuff I have watched, I enjoyed. But like, I don't know. Not enough. I I guess because I'm watching so much stuff now, and I've been playing games for so long, it takes a lot to really wow me. I'm yeah. a hard guy to please. Yeah. But saying that again, wanted to contradict myself. <clears throat> I watch a lot of really shitty movies, yeah, I was gonna say. but fucking love them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we watch Ratman for an episode of this podcast. And the more I think about it, I quite liked Ratman. <laughs> the longer the time gap has gone since I last watched it, I'm like, yeah, Ratman was cool. Ratman was alright. Was it though? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, am I just tainted? Or have I just watched more shit that yeah, is like exactly, slowly yeah, yeah. like yeah. rising to the top? Your standards are just lowering <laughs> yeah. every time you watch a shit film. Yeah. But yeah, I need to try and make a conscious effort to watch more TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Netflix are killing it at the moment with some really good, really good stuff. I still haven't watched The Irishman, though. No? No, no. I watched The Irishman. The Irishman's good. It's try, trying to carve out three and a half hours of time, do you know what I mean? I don't want to do it in like two sittings or three sittings or whatever, like, but then I get home from work at like seven, and by 10 o'clock I'm just dead. Yeah. You know? It's definitely, uh, I sat, I did it in one hit, and it doesn't feel like a massively long three hour epic it does feel long but not when you say three hours three hours is like fuck man that's yeah, a lot yeah, of time. Long time but actually it just feels like a slightly extended movie rather yeah. than like essentially fucking three yeah. or four movies to be honest like, I probably could do it in an evening or like on the weekend because like we can smash out a, a TV show in like two sittings you know? yeah. so like we're watching a TV in that amount of time it's just like when you think about oh shit yeah. this is a three and a half hour commitment can I do that that's exactly it's really bizarre thing <laughs> yeah. like train of thought but I've got the same thing at the moment there's like i got a stack of films that I haven't watched hmm. like I've purchased but I haven't watched that I'm more like I have to watch these before I can buy any more fucking movies yeah 
And the first thing I do is like, okay, which one's got the shortest running time? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which one can I knock out in an hour? Yeah, what can I watch? <laughs> this is 88 minutes. Ooh, this is 86 minutes. Is anything going to be 86 minutes that I, I kind of want to watch? What have we got? No, nothing. Fuck it. We'll you spend a fucking hour and a half looking through it. <laughs> exactly. It's like fucking 40, 50 films to look through yeah. for running times. I'm like, oh, don't want to sort them out by running times? I'm like, no, of course you don't, you fucking loser. <laughs> you do enough fucking fannying about. Just pick a fucking movie and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Amazing. So, well, since you're in, like, you haven't got a games list this year or a TV list this year, are we safe to assume that? Yeah, I yeah. have not written down a single thing of TV or games. Right. So, I'll just go through what I've got then. Yeah. Just to... I'm sure there'll be plenty to discuss. Yeah, totally. Yeah. There's two games on my list that I, you may not have played. I don't think they are cup of tea, really. Uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 being the first one. I had a look. Because it was up on the sale, and I was like, "Ooh, it's heavily reduced. I should yeah, yeah. probably check it out." Yeah. And then I was like, "Oh, hang on a minute, I didn't finish playing Divinity." Um, but no, I had a crack at the first one, but it's yeah. definitely like a massive time involvement. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. And I haven't got the time at the moment. Yeah. When you do have the time, the second one is far better than the first. Yeah. One. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, the next one is Torchlight Two. It was just recently ported to the PS4. Right. From a PC game. Uh, it's a looter, like Diablo-esque looter. And it's fun for what I put into it. I've gone for the Platinum, but I can't be asked right now. <laughs> yeah, I think I played Torchlight for... Mm. Was it last previous gen? The original one? I think it was... It out probably would have been on Xbox. PS3 and Xbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I played the first one. Mm. But again, I... Uh, I, I've seen it and I was oohing and ahhing about it and yeah. I, I've just got so much stuff at the moment because I'm so busy with work and stuff I need stuff that I can just dip in and out of I don't want yeah, anything yeah. that I'm spending like copious amounts of time on yeah exactly or something like you, you won't be able to play for weeks and then when you come back to it, you're not going to know what's going on and yeah. systems yeah exactly once you start forgetting mm. stuff you just I have a tendency to when I start playing something if I leave it for too long and I forget everything and I come back I'm like yeah. oh, I'll start again yeah, oh, yeah. you can't be fucking asked yeah. to start again another 20 hours in the yeah, yeah. to learn in the basics yeah exactly yeah uh, Borderlands 3 really enjoyed that even though it's just more Borderlands and I'm hesitant to put it like on a top list something that's just more of a, a thing I liked you know but it's fun from what I've seen it's much it's a very much polished they've, they've made slight tweaks I've yeah. only played maybe 30 minutes of it myself yeah yeah but like I've always got room for more Borderlands yeah definitely I mean the handsome collection I've purchased twice yeah Ones for Xbox Three, Xbox One, and PS Four, mm. and yeah, I picked up the Borderlands reissue on PS Four. Yeah. I, I got a lot of love for Borderlands, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I'm keen to dip into it. But mm. I was playing it with somebody, and then didn't realize I'd left my Xbox in a peer offline mode for like three months. So yeah. he didn't hit me up about playing it, and then <laughs> I saw him playing everything else, and thought he completely forgot about it. So I was gonna play without him. Yeah. And then he messaged me asking me where I was, and I was like, oh shit. Maybe you should play with him. It's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an arsehole, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's good fun, man. Obviously, like another Borderlands game. Um, there was a lot of criticism, like in the reviews and stuff like that, from, you know, YouTubers, like yeah. the way they speak, and obviously the main antagonists are essentially YouTubers yeah. and streamers. And they're like, oh, they use all this, like, like streamer jargon. Jargon, and, well, not so much jargon, just like the way they. The way they speak is very much how like a streamer would speak. Right. And there's like streamers complaining about it. It's like you realise that that's how you 
like project yourself <laughs> like you're complaining about that like you don't like it but then that's what you do to what you actually, everyone else yeah yeah but yeah, i didn't mind that so much to be honest like they i think sometimes people lose sight of stuff like that where yeah. like <clears throat> when somebody is supposed to be portraying something so like in this example you've got essentially these characters are portraying a type of streamer yeah yeah and you've got streamers don't see themselves in the same light. Yeah, it's yeah. like sometimes maybe you should take a step back yeah. for a minute and see. Like you're clearly not getting the satire. Yeah, yeah what's <laughs> yeah. going on? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, it's a lot of fun. And I've also got Jedi Fallen Order on my top games list because I had a lot of fun with that. Again, it's another one that I did play, I did finish, I did enjoy. Yeah. But like, I don't know, there wasn't anything about it that really blew me away enough to, mm. like, I don't know. When we were generating these like I think the best way forward is to do these choice cuts from now on so next this year 2020's top list will now be choice cuts 2020 the year the choice cut um, because again I thought it was really good I thought it was you know I had a lot of fun playing it I spent a lot of time playing it Yeah. I haven't got any really major criticisms over it I yeah. think the combat's solid I mm. think the ability to switch between you just want to play story mode or you want to Fucking hard dark soulsy mode yeah, is yeah. a great little touch. Yeah. Um but like there was nothing about it that specifically jumped out as being like, fuck, this is an amazing game. Yeah, yeah. So it didn't make my list. If we were doing a choice cuts list, it'd definitely be on the choice cuts, yo. <laughs> choice so cuts, there we yeah. are, my choice cut for the year. <laughs> yeah, man, I like I say I really enjoyed it. Like I love the Dark Souls element of it. I love the exploration and the Metroidvania style exploration of it. Um, it's a bit of a ball lake at the moment because I'm trying to go for the platinum and I'm trying to get like all the maps filled out. Yeah. And every single fucking one of them stuck on like 95%. It's like, oh, i got to throw through this entire fucking map. <laughs> to just find get the one fucking yeah. bit, yeah. The one secret that's hidden there. It's like, oh, fuck. Bastards. But I get there. I get there. Yeah. I'm going to go for the platinum on Borderlands 3, I think, as well. <sighs> but that one shouldn't be that heavy a time investment now. I think there's a few like combat ones I've got left to go and... I feel like the side missions you map up after story end. Well, they introduced the whole you've got to unlock level X amount with specific each individual character to use this special X amount of times and stuff. Because no. that is like a staple trophy for Borderlands. No, I don't think so. <clears throat> that was one that used to really grip my shit. You basically yeah. had to play the play the campaign four times. Yeah, yeah. As each individual character till you yeah. got to level, I think it's five when you unlock your. Oh, your special ability. Special yeah. ability, yeah. and then you had to get X amount of kills with your special ability, which meant you had to continue playing to yeah. power it up so that it actually killed stuff. The same as Diablo 3. Diablo 3 had a, uh, had a trophy that you have to get every character up to level 70. Fuck, man. I didn't mind that. I fucking love Diablo. So. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. That was a grind, a grindy platinum. That one. Like, yeah, I bet. I imagine there's not many people that are fucking ground that out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's it for my games list, man. I've like I haven't really played that much new stuff this year. No, I played through Final Fantasy VIII again because they re- released that on PS4. But I'm not going to put it on the list because it's a game I've played fucking since I was 16, 17. You know, and loved it, but I platinumed it now, so I don't never have to play it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say I'm trying to think of like stuff that I played that I actually enjoyed, and like one of the things that I've dipped into recently is Dead Cells. Yeah, is on the Switch. Uh, it is available on the Switch, but I am playing it on the PS4. Oh, okay. Um, in terms of Switch, I, l- I haven't played fuck all on the Switch. No? No, I can't get on it. Um, <laughs> this played, is why you want to take it away with you. <laughs> yeah, I've played Mario Kart a couple of times. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, most other things I haven't. I bought Cuphead because I really wanted to play Cuphead because yeah. Cuphead's supposed to be like yeah. one of the best yeah. platformers for ages. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I don't play the Xbox One anymore. The kids have got it. I'll play it on the Switch. So I bought yeah. it. Yeah. Owen had a go on it. It was too hard. He hasn't touched it. And I haven't had a fucking crack at it since. <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's loads of stuff on the Switch I want to have a dip into. Yeah, yeah. Some of the stuff, it just looks, it's really polished. Mm. Like, I haven't seen anything that's like buggy or like mm. um, just fucking shit level layout like yeah. everything seems really solid and smooth yeah how you find the controllers they're good yeah uh, gotta be fair I was a bit sort of uh, slidey off controllers and all the fucking rest of it I'm yeah. not sure about this there's been a couple of incident incidents where like you can connect the two Joy-Cons to the Switch mm. And play a hold in the switch. If you've got the switch docked, you can disconnect the Joy Cons and connect them to essentially like a controller, yeah. so it holds them in place like you would be holding a normal controller. Yeah. You can have an individual Joy Con and just play on a single Joy Con for some games. Yeah. You can have two Joy Cons and play them with two hands using both Joy Cons and all sorts of stuff. So there's a couple of times where like my son, where he's trying to drop into games. Yeah. He hasn't sort of put the controls back or told it that he's now playing with, like, two controllers. Okay. So he's trying to, like, fly in star something or other it's called. Yeah. And, like, obviously the left stick is forward, back, left, right, and the fucking right stick is, like, adjust the camera angle to help him, like, you know, oh, yeah. go this way or that way, but he's, it won't move anyway. And it's like, move the fucking stick. <laughs> the stick. Move the stick. I am moving your stick. You're not. You're not fucking going anywhere. <laughs> oh, hang on. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> Let me adjust this controller setting for you, son. <clears throat> but yeah. Um, yeah, games-wise, I can't honestly think. I've dipped into plenty of things, but there's nothing standing out because I'm a miserable prick. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything I'm looking forward to this year, games-wise. The Last of Us 2, for sure. Uh, um... I did love The Last of Us, right? Don't get me wrong, I just want to qualify that before my next statement. <laughs> but I'm not really that hyped for the second one. Oh, we've seen, like, gameplay footage, though. Yeah. Oh, it looks so good. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, obviously, like, I'm going to play when it comes out, and I'm yeah. probably going to love it, you know? But I'm just not that excited about it. I think it's quite good to, like, go in not being overly... Like, I, I'm keen to play it, but I'm not at the point where, like, I'm checking out every <laughs> fucking snippet. Use yeah. 10 minutes this. Use 10 minutes that. No, I just... Yeah. I've seen some gameplay footage. It looks beautiful. Mm. It looks... The combat looks lovely. I'm all for it. I'm definitely going to fucking play it. Yeah. But that's it. I, I, I don't... I'm not going in for any, like, spoilers. I'm not going in for anything else. I'll be buying it. I'll be playing it. That's all I need to know. Yeah, yeah. And same with Doom. Doom oh, Eternal. Man, Doom. I'm fucking looking forward to that. Oh. Oof, yeah. <laughs> I'm all about Doom definitely yeah yeah but um, yeah I mean I don't think there's been that many like AAA titles this year I might be talking on my ass because yeah. like, I can't remember what I did last week but like did you check out Death Stranding at all no no again another game I just really can't be asked with yeah no like, uh, have you had mixed reviews that it's very good you're just a postman in the post apocalypse uh, well that's it that's you know kind I mean? of what the impression I'm getting but yeah. it's like oh it's so much more than that like yeah, is it, but is it? Yeah, is it really? Is it because the core gameplay seems to be just walking? Yeah, walking just walking around, around with, with lots of stuff on your back and trying not to fall over. Yeah. But once you nail how to walk properly, 
And not fall over. It's beautiful. I'm like, is yeah. this just Norman Reedus and the Phantom Pain? You know what I mean? Well, exactly. That's the other thing. It's like I didn't really dig Phantom no, Pain I either. I find it boring. Yeah. So it's like oh, maybe I'm just not into that kind of game. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Metal Gear, the first couple, fantastic games. Phantom Pain, I can't get on with the man at all. And it's, it's, it looks the same as Death Stranding. That you just walking on a barren wasteland. <laughs> Carrying shit. <laughs> I just I don't want to be carrying stuff on a bit fucking wasteland. I want to fucking shoot people. Yeah, I want to kill demons. Stuff. I want to kill demons in hell. Yeah. Give me fucking doom. Yeah, just give me doom eternal. Doom with me posting stuff. Give me a fucking backpack in doom. I'll post shit in yeah, doom fucking exactly. hell as long as I'm shooting I'll post demons. Into demons' faces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I'm really sort of pumped about anything else other than doom, really, next year. Obviously, I'm very excited about Diablo 4, but that's not going to be coming until at least 2021, 2022, yeah. maybe. So, I can hold my excitement in check. But yeah, other than that, Doom, man. Fucking Doom. Doom! Cool, so what TV did you love the most? And let me piss all over it. Uh, well, I'm struggling to think of what I watched. I did obviously watch a shitload of TV last year. But trying to remember what that was it's proven difficult oh shit I got TV that I watched last year actually that I really enjoyed hey. but it wasn't released last year but okay. it doesn't matter because I only watched it last year okay okay I got some stuff to talk about <laughs> what'd you watch I watched Cowboy Bebop ah okay yeah um, familiar with the premise Cowboy Bebop not at all it's like anime uh, in the future bounty hunters right think about uh, can you answer of... me this question why is it called Cowboy Bebop um, I can Google it for you because the name really, really puts me off. I think it's the name of the ship. There we go. Google, why is Cowboy Bebop <laughs> called Cowboy Bebop? Let me ask somebody searcher. Why is Cowboy Bebop called Cowboy Bebop? It's Japanese, and I know what it is. The movie is called Cowboy Bebop. I'm not going to know. That's the Cowboy Bebop. Why was Cowboy Bebop? Why was it cancelled? I don't know. Same things you didn't know about Cowboy Bebop. No, we're just going to get lost in fucking uh, <laughs> labyrinth of stuff. But yeah, basically, you've got several characters. I think the ship is called Cowboy Bebop, possibly. I can't yeah. remember. I think yeah. so. I watched it earlier this year. And yeah. My memory's terrible. But yeah, basically, they're bounty hunters, and mm. they go through space trying to do various, catch various criminals and yeah. stuff. Um, it's very cool. Looks beautiful. Yeah. Like most things, some episodes are way better than others. There's yeah. a couple of like lulls, but as a whole, it's really great. Mm. Um, I was told it's a really good gateway to get into like anime and stuff okay, yeah. because it's very accessible. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I loved it. Kids, right, yeah. kids sat there and watched it as well, which is like a testament to yeah, yeah. its accessibility. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was great fun. I really like Cowboy Bebop. Is this your choice cut? For choice cut. 2019? Yeah. And the other thing I watched all of or at least all of I think mm. was Mr. Pickles ah oh, okay I've seen some Mr. Pickles I haven't seen all of them Amazon Prime had like every season up for like two ninety nine. Oh, nice and I was like fuck it for three quid yeah I'll just take sandwiches to work instead of having a meal deal and I'll buy me some fucking Mr. Pickles <laughs> <laughs> and yeah no I fucking I love Mr. Pickles Mr. Yeah. Pickles is the tits yeah yeah um, I don't know if I got fucking mugged off though because I bought season four, yeah. and Amazon did this whole thing where, oh, buy season four, Mr. Pickles, for two ninety nine, or yeah. buy episode one for £1.79. Okay. But there's only one episode so far, and I was like, oh, maybe there's more episodes to follow. Yeah, so yeah. I bought the season, yeah. but they haven't added any more episodes yet. So I'm not <laughs> sure if Amazon might be off. 
shit man that's like that's <laughs> your like a fucking done yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean I could google it and find out but again I'm just too fucking lazy yeah. it's too late now because they've already got my fucking money yeah uh, I can't remember if this came out in 2019 but speaking of added film shows I did watch season 4 of Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell nice and have you seen it yet no it's so good man is it yeah, oh, it's really man. Good. I don't know why Adult Swim hasn't got like a streaming thing yeah like I would chuck money at that yeah yeah don't um, they have like an app? Uh, I know they've got like a web thing, but I don't know if they've got like a. Because you got stuff like um, they're doing a new. <laughs> they do. They've got um, Harvey Birdman. He's not attorney at law anymore. He's uh, Harvey Birdman vice president or something. What? Yeah, it's a new series of amazing. Harvey Birdman. Yeah. Um, basically, Phil Ken Seven's woken up and he's the president. Yeah. And like he's ordering Harvey Birdman to like help him out. That sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> it's like, yes, more Harvey Birdman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking your pretty face is going to hell. Fucking however many seasons there are of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Robot Chicken, yeah, fucking yeah. C Lab 2029 or whatever the yeah, fuck yeah. it is. It's like there's so much stuff that like. Sure, I haven't seen, I haven't watched a new Aqua Teen Hunger Force in years. I'm sure they're still making various yeah. bits and pieces though. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's just so much shit that you don't know. Because it doesn't get plugged over here. Yeah. Like Adult Swim stuff is basically non-existent. I say non-existent. It's like it's really hard to sort of get hold of Venture Bros. Venture oh, Bros yeah. has got like fucking seven seasons, I what? think. And there was like a limited run of DVDs for a while and then they fucking stopped those. So even yeah. now, if you want to pick stuff up on DVD, it's fucking stupid money. There's yeah, like yeah. season fucking three, I think, of Venture Bros is up to like fucking 40, 50 quid what? on DVD. That's insane. Madness. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I go on the website some sometimes and watch the last stream on the left. Yeah. But other than that, I'm like that website for me is just like an American website that we can't really watch anything on. Yeah. You know. Bastard. Yeah. And I'm not <sighs> gonna say how I managed to get hold of Um I think the first couple of seasons are available on Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ching. That'll be it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else did I watch? I watched the finale of Game of Thrones. Obviously, like fucking everyone else. Yeah, I mean, again, I enjoyed it, mm. but like it wasn't, it wasn't great. Yeah. So it's not like one of my top picks. I mean, no. as a whole, I definitely think people should watch Game of Thrones. It's good. Admittedly, yeah. the last two seasons are a bit rushed, but yeah, yeah. what are you gonna do? Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, Mindhunter season two. Yeah, I think we discussed this earlier in we the did, year, yeah. where like again, it was great, mm. but like. They, they focused the a little bit. Yeah, focused on one individual yeah. and sort of dipped into bits and pieces of interviewing others. I mean, yeah. I know the show's got to move in a certain way anyway. Yeah. But like, it wasn't bad. But again, it wasn't the original first season. It didn't have the same like impact as the yeah, first season yeah. did for me. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, it's put, been put on hiatus though. Yeah, man. Man, that's fucking that's well the, shit. That is lame, like. And it's like the all all the actors have been like released from their contracts. Yeah, yeah. Like, we don't know when it's coming back. Yeah. Which is fucking mad, it considering is. how popular it is. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, take it back to formula, go to like, you know, take it back to season one. And it'd be fucking but amazing. It's, like, it's been it's put on a hiatus, because I think David Fincher, is, he's got other commitments. Like, yeah, he's yeah, signed yeah. on to do other projects. It's not yeah. a case of season two did terribly. Yeah, yeah. It's just, oh, he's busy. Busy doing something else. And we don't know for how long. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, by all means, find other work yeah, while yeah. you wait, which is fucking mad. I don't know if Netflix are to blame for that. If they are, come on, Netflix, get your shit together. Um, uh, We watched Umbrella Academy as well. Right. And that was 
pretty good as far as I can remember. It's one of those things where, like, again, I don't know if it's because I'm a miserable old fart. Yeah. But, like, everything comic book related to stuff that I like yeah. and I watch, I don't really care for it. Yeah. yeah. It's like Preacher. I watched the first season and was like, yeah, this is all right, but they've tweaked some stuff and I'm more like, ah. It's too much of a period, man. I never went back to it yeah. and it was like, yeah. And same with the boys. The boys have started watching it and there's bits in it that's just really irritating me because it's just like, oh my God, I know where this is going, but why the fuck are they dragging this out? Uh, yeah. And this, so it was the same with Umbrella Academy. It's sort of, I was like, ah, oh, man, I really like Umbrella Academy. Mm. Am I going to watch it? Probably at some point. It's on my watch list. But I've just... Not bothered. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Um, although I do, I fucking love Preacher, and um, I enjoyed the boys as well, to be honest. But then, like, I don't sort of. Although I know it's straying from the source material, I'm not like I have read the boys and I've read yeah. Preacher, but I'm not like familiar in the fact that I'm not. I'm gonna look at a story and go, okay, they should be going this direction. You know what I mean? That's it. I'm like, oh, am I turning into one of these massive fucking internet assholes? Yeah. Is this what I'm becoming? Yeah, yeah. Am I Just like hating like, uh, on everything yeah, yeah. because it's not right? <laughs> no, please. Definitely, that's no. definitely where you're going, man. I don't want to be that guy. The next thing you know, you'd be posting on fucking Star Wars forums. Yeah, about how I'm hating Star Wars. Coincidentally, yeah, I'm not yeah. a big fan of the new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my there god, what has become of me? Get on the internet, man. You're gonna be one of those nerds. I need to stay off the internet for a while. <laughs> yeah. Take a break. Uh, what else did we watch? Titans season two. I don't. I think that came out last year. Yeah, I've avoided that. Yeah, as soon as I saw the like announcement trailer and Robin's all like, "Fuck Batman," I was like, "This is gonna be fucking terrible." <laughs> yeah, it's not terrible. <clears throat> but again, I mean, I I love Batman. You love Batman. Yeah. You've probably read like a lot <laughs> so of Batman, much Batman. So you're gonna be like, "Oh, they didn't." <laughs> To be fair, I haven't, dipped, isn't right. I haven't dipped into Titans yeah. at all outside of the cartoon. Yeah. Teen Titans, go. What have they done to Starfire? <laughs> so. Crying on it, about it. Like a little bitch. <laughs> no, it's, oh, I don't know, it's one of those things again, it's trying to find time. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think the main mm. reason that I don't do TV as much as I do films mm. is because my youngest is still so young that she has to get put to bed and she has a preference for my wife putting her to bed. Yeah. They're like, I just put on some shitty fucking movie that I know she's not going to give a shit about, yeah. like Ratman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just watch that, and she yeah. comes downstairs, it's about finished, she doesn't really give a shit, she's doing whatever she's doing on the laptop or on the phone, and I'm watching some shitty movie, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Whereas TV, it's more of like a shared thing, where yeah. like when we do watch TV, it's we watch TV series together, together because yeah. it's like a... You follow the arc. Like, yeah. if it's something I don't really care about watching, or yeah. if I'm away and it's like, yeah, look, you watch this, I'll watch that. Yeah, yeah. Then fair enough. But, like, yeah, it's a bit tricky at the moment with the TV thing. Or at least that's what I'm blaming it on. Kids' fault. Damn, Damn kids. Damn kids. Right, man, that's me. Well, that's my list that you haven't got. Oof. Done. So let's move on to some other stuff. Shall we talk music? Yeah. Again. I don't sound like a miserable old fart, but I think I'm gonna. <laughs> I can't think of anything like that came out outside of my two picks that I really liked, okay. which is again why we're moving to this choice cut <laughs> format because <laughs> it's way easier than trying to pick yeah. a top ten and just going, yeah. well, it's come out, so it's on the fucking it's list. Easier than us being professionals and actually checking stuff out, researching. Talk about well, that was it. I was like, oh, what the fuck am I going to put on my top five music list? What have I listened to this year? Yeah. Literally, my most played artist 
is my top album pick, which mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. My second most played artist mm-hmm. is my second pick. Okay. My third top played artist on Spotify this year was a band that didn't release anything, but I only heard them this year. Yeah. So that doesn't really count if we're doing releases from this year. Yeah. And then the other stuff is just stuff that I've stuck on fucking playlists, like yeah. random fucking mega mix playlists of like <laughs> massive tunes. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know, I'm just, I'm terrible at, like, keeping up to date with, like, recent stuff and, like, making a note of, this album came out this year and I have to remember it for being really fucking good. Yeah. But, yeah, so (laughs) I've got two. Why? Okay. (laughs) My choice cuts a number two. Uh, In at number two is the old film, Casuals, Holger Dansk. Okay. Old Old Firm Casuals are like Lars Fredrickson from Rancid Fame. It's one of his side projects. It's sort of like an oi rock and roll band. Yeah. Um, Think sort of ACDC, Motorhead, um, yeah, kind of thing. Okay. Um, And yeah, it's like another album from them guys. It's got some fucking bangers on it. Mm. Yeah. I'm kind of like a Lars Fredrickson fanboy. Yeah. Like yeah. anything he does, I'm all like, mm. check that out. Yeah, yeah. I'll throw some money at that. <laughs> yeah. Like he's on about doing solo shows. Now I was like, okay, that could be quite interesting. Yeah. So is he going to do solo shows with an acoustic guitar? And he's like, no, no, I'm not doing solo shows with an acoustic guitar. I'm still doing electric guitar shows. Like, yeah. Right, okay. Is he basically just going to play songs just without anybody else on yeah. electric? Like, is he basically just going to do his bits without band back in him because yeah, I don't know if that'll work yeah, yeah. is he going to play like slow down renditions of I'll throw some money at it either way mm. I don't care I'll go fucking watch it yeah, yeah. so it's a bit weird but um, no it's good i uh big fan of like Sorum I think there was the start of this year when they were touring the Holger Dance album yeah Sorum in Bristol and, yeah fucking Lars knows what he's doing he's been playing in fucking punk bands <laughs> yeah. for Fucking longer than I've been alive, I think. And yeah, it was a good show, good band, good album. See? And then my number one choice album for the year is Pup Morbid Stuff. Ah, the t-shirt you currently wear. Yeah, my conveniently, I'm wearing my Pup Morbid Stuff t-shirt yeah. that I got in a bundle with my album pre-order because oh, nice. I pre-ordered it like oh, a boss. Pup are one of those bands where... I think they've gone, for me personally, they've gone from strength to strength. Yeah. And it's a really weird transition as well because when we were doing some reviews for... Noise. Noise, that's yeah. it. I was going to say Buzz, but it's not Buzz. Buzz yeah. was that old fucking music channel on Sky. Buzz. Was it Buzz? Scuzz. Scuzz. Buzz. It's so got they. a U and a double Z in there somewhere. <laughs> anyway, um, when we were doing some stuff for Noise... Yeah. Um, I think yeah I put up that the Pup album was like one of my albums of the year when it first came out the original album yeah 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 um, and then to be completely honest I absolutely fucking forgot about them they fell <laughs> off the face of the earth right? every now and again I'd go back to listening to that one song that I liked yeah and that was it and then we were at Arc Tangent and there's a couple of stalls at Arc Tangent that sell stuff and they had this follow up album the second album mm. from Pup and I was like oh shit Pup got a new album out I should check it out. I was yeah. like, oh man, this is, I, oh, I like this, this is good. Yeah. And then like, I made a playlist compiling, of, uh, composed of, compiling of, I compiled a playlist composed of the two albums and I was like, yeah man, these albums are fucking dope, I like it. And then they released Morbid stuff and I was like, this is the best fucking album they've ever done yeah. and it's amazing. Yeah. I'm like, that's it, I'm like a pub fanboy now. <laughs> this is it. Sweet man. But yeah. 
that's that's my two album cuts my choice cuts do you know what i'm now going to fill your head with fluff like when you come to me for stuff it's going <laughs> to just be straight down the line what is fucking worth your time i'm telling cut. you pop morbid stuff bang right i've got five choice cuts <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the top five yeah that's how it in order so number five full of hell weeping choir uh full of hell a grindcore band um i think their first album was on my year uh, my Favorite albums of the year list. I think that was again when when, when we write it for noise. Right. Um, and yeah, they've just gone from strength to strength, man. They're fucking fantastic. Uh, a bit of noise involved in this one, you know, like grindcore with like a little bit of noise attached. It's yeah. genius, man. It's great. Uh, number four, I got Ringworm. Death becomes my vice. Uh, Ringworm are like a convergy sort of post punky sort of band. Um, when I say post punk, it's post hardcore, really. Uh, again, great album. Uh, well worth your time. Number three, I've got Gate Creepers, Deserted. Um, Gate Creeper, only one that came onto my radar recently. And that's only because I saw some of the merch and I was like, fuck, that merch looks fucking great. So I thought I'll check that. And they're like an old school death metal band and they're fantastic. So yeah, check out Deserted. Uh, number two, I've got Mayhem's Demon. Uh, new album by Mayhem, obviously black metal. It's going to be great because it's Mayhem. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Mayhem is quite a yeah, they're up there, like, yeah. prominent uh, death metal band. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, and number one I've got Gar's Word with Ghost Invited as my album of the year um, Gar's Word they are a band new band based um, this, the lead singer of Golgoroth right he split off from them a while ago um, I don't know if Golgoroth through his recent new stuff I haven't really checked him out in a while but Gar is an interesting figure in the black metal world he's an openly gay guy for a start and that was sort of Frowned upon. Exactly, yeah, yeah. But he's also a really fucking scary dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's a gay guy that you're not going to go and aggravate. Yeah, I think like it. he was arrested once for um, torturing a guy because the guy was in his house and he said, look, I've, 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 I told the guy the rules, you know, and he chose to go beyond that. And so is he in my house, so I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want with him. And he literally like <laughs> tortured the guy. <laughs> so yeah, scary dude, but he makes fucking great music. <laughs> Yeah, Gar's Word, Ghost Invited, is a black metal album. Um, it's a lot more than that, but it's hard to describe without me sort of, well, because I haven't done any fucking preparation for this episode. <laughs> black metal with tint, like, it's kind of a little proggy in places. It's like labyrinthine almost in, like, the guitar work. Nice. I wish I could describe things better, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think, going, I like, think it's good. I like it. Yeah. Doing this whole choice cuts thing. We haven't got to explain anything. It's just choice cuts, man. That's it. Bang. I like this I one. I feel like we still have to like, <laughs> describe why it's good. Yeah. Uh, well, that should be enough. It's a choice cut because yeah. I like it. I like it. You should yeah. listen to it because I like And just, you know, you could go into like, I find it really difficult, especially with music, because I don't come from any sort of musical background to describe music outside of it's got guitars in it. Yeah. Like loud guitars, <laughs> really fast loud guitars. I mean, that covers like everything. <laughs> yeah. It's like punk. Oh, is it post punk? Uh, uh, punk. It's just punk. punk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's more punk. <laughs> I think, and it just becomes yeah difficult. Yeah, definitely. Should we move on to top films of the year? Top films well, of the year. Choice cut films of the year. Choice cuts. Yes. <clears throat> okay, I got a list of ten. Fucking hell, I've got four. Because <laughs> I watch a lot of movies. I've started using Letterboxd again. Oh, okay. And uh, I'm already, like, past one a day yeah. for the year. 
I'm like flying. <laughs> so fucking many. Like I watched hardly anything this year, man. So my, I'll just blitz through a couple that I don't really want to talk too much about. Okay. Um, so start at the bottom. Rambo, Last Blood. I've already talked about Rambo, Last Blood. Yeah. It's Rambo. Yeah. It's Rambo where it's not taken serious Rambo. It's like 80-something minute runtime. It fucking whizzes by... Yeah. fucking Sylvester Stallone hacking and slashing people to fucking pieces blowing them up all sorts it's fucking it's what it says on the tin man you're going in for bloodshed you're getting bloodshed it's yeah. fucking great uh, number nine is Brightburn that's on my list so Brightburn um, again I kind of was expecting a little bit from this because it's produced by James Wan yeah Um. so he did Slither. I don't know if you saw Slither. No, I didn't. Not James Wan, James Gunn. James Gunn. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Talk out my ass, James Wan. James Wan's the guy, like the Conjuring guy, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, James Gunn. I'll take it back. I feel embarrassed now. Like ashamed of myself. Oh, we should quit the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this, right? I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> James Gunn. Yeah. James Gunn of Guardians of the Galaxy fame. So, um, yeah, I don't know if you've seen Slither. No, I didn't. Slither's great fun. I fucking loved Slither. Mm. It was one of those, I think, when it came out at the time, I was just like, this looks fucking terrible. Yeah. And, like, avoided it. But it's, like, cheesy B-movie principles into a film with a reasonable budget. Yeah. And, actually, it's loads of fun. Um, it's when I saw on that he was producing it, and I think it's co-written by, like, one of his brothers and something else and all the rest of it. And it's basically... Superman, yeah. if Superman was an arsehole yeah. as a kid. Evil Superman is great. So it's like, yeah, man, I'm all on board. Yeah. And yeah, it is, again, what it says on the tin. Yeah, yeah. If you're going in expecting like a fucking deep story and all the rest of it, nah. you're not going to get it. Nah. It's just a kid that's got fucking superpowers being a dick. And it's gory. Yeah, it's gory. It's got your jumps. It's got your fucking violence, blood and guts. It's a bit with an eyeball that I couldn't actually watch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. Eyeballs, man. I can't do eyeballs. That's yeah. my thing. Funny enough, another film in my list contains an eyeball bit. Nice. Um, but yeah, Brightburn. Good fun. Yeah. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, I went to the cinema to watch this. Again, it's one of those ones everybody's going on about how fucking good it is. Mm. And yeah, it's good. I'm not going to say like it's his best by any means. It's probably my least favourite Tarantino movie still. Yeah. Um, it's If you're a Tarantino fan, it's got all the bits in there that you want. It's basically his homage to Hollywood and filmmaking and yeah, all this yeah. sort of stuff. And it's good, but like, yeah, it's a bit long-winded for, for my... My take on it was, it's long-winded for essentially this brief payoff at the end. Yeah. And when I first came out of the cinema, I was like, that was fucking amazing, but it's because I was riding on that payoff at the end. And when I thought about it, it was like, actually, was it's it? basically three hours of talking followed yeah. by 15 minutes of fucking chaos. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, ah, well... Yeah, it wasn't as good as I thought it was. Yeah. Uh, up next, seven, Toy Story 4. <laughs> I got fucking... You did say you were being, yeah. I did say, I promised, and here yeah. it is. Yeah. I got three kids who went to the cinema to watch them with all three, and I was moved almost to tears. Yeah. But because I'm now in touch with my feelings, I don't ever cry. You're just too stoic, man. I'm just, yeah. yeah. I just, I can't do it. I physically can't do it. I physically can't cry. Um, unless I get hit in the balls or the nose, maybe. But, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, so I sat there feeling awful, not being able to cry at this beautiful <laughs> thing I was witnessing. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, Toy Story 4, well, worth a watch. Uh, in at number six, 
Joker. Did you watch Joker yet? I did, and to be honest, that's on my list as well. Yeah. I, well, to be honest, mine's not in any order. Mine are just choice cuts. Just like, choice cuts. That's music. But mine's going to be like top of the top of the list for me. Top of the top. So I yeah, Joker, Joker was like... Uh, we'll get into the Joker. Joker's on my list, number six. We'll yeah. get into Joker and you want to talk about Joker, right? Okay. Uh, five. Dragged across concrete. Oh, so I wanted to check that out. Craig S. Zala against the man behind Bone Tomahawk and Brawl in Cell Block 99. This guy can do no wrong as far as I'm concerned at the moment. <laughs> yeah, um, best friend. <laughs> I started reading some of his books this year and they're like fucking great. Yeah. I realised that he does music. So he does like fucking grindcore bands, death metal bands, fucking instrumental synth bands. Yeah. He's like on paper, outside the fact that actually he's very well spoken and seems like a very intelligent man. Nice. We would be best buds. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Dragged Across Concrete cop drama two cops get busted for fucking being overly aggressive um, they want to rob some fucking criminals or rob some shit and it goes down from there it's not as fast paced as Bone Tomahawk or Brawl and Cellbox 9 it's a lot more slower and it's a lot more dialogue driven but it's really good dialogue mm. and when the acts of violence occur they are hyper violent acts of violence yeah and you get this big standoff at the end thing going on, and oh, it's definitely worth checking out. And then number four is John Wick 3. Uh, I want to check, like, I really want to watch the John Wick films. Amy's not keen, but... I think one I watched, and I was like, actually, this is a really good fucking mm-hmm. action movie. Yeah. Um, and I watched two. And, like, two's a bit weird. Like, a lot of people seem to think two's much better than one, and I was like, eh, I really lost interest in two. I thought two's pacing was really off. Yeah. But three, we just happened to be, we went to go to Slam Dunk Festival last year. We got there. There was a cinema across the road from the hotel we were staying at the night before. Yeah. And I was like, they're showing either The Lion King or John Wick 3. Yeah. I want to go watch John Wick 3 yeah. just to kill time. So we went and watched it. And it was like, fuck, man, it's so good. The yeah. action is fucking great. There's an eyeball scene in it, which if you've seen it, you've seen it. You know what I'm talking about. It's yeah. fucking gross. Yeah. And like, I actually like, as somebody who watches loads of horror movies and yeah. I said this in a previous episode I actually like almost like looked away from the screen and put my hand up and I was like oh my god what the fuck is wrong with me watch it yeah. Um, but yeah no there's John Wick 3 yeah. I like that it's good there's more John Wick shooting stuff pow, pow, pow. I don't really want to watch it uh, number 3 Midsummer. this is on my list to watch and I never got around to it and I'm kind of disappointed about it it's one where it's from Ari Aster, the hereditary dude. Yeah. Hereditary featured very highly on both our lists yes. last year. Um, so again, I think I went in with reasonably high expectations, to be fair. Mm. Um, but it's a completely different kind of fucking movie. Yeah. Like, Hereditary has this slowly growing sense of dread throughout yeah, yeah. the whole film mm. that sort of escalates and escalates and es- makes you feel really uncomfortable. It uses the dark a lot yeah. to sort of set the scene, whereas this is essentially shot almost exclusively in daylight, yeah, like yeah. bright yeah. blue skies. Yeah. But there's this constant feeling that something's not quite right, and they're observing these old rituals, and there's all this so weird, and you're like, oh, I'm not really sure where this is going. Mm. And although it doesn't make you feel quite as uncomfortable as hereditary, it does have you sort of on the edge of your seat. Yeah sort of this oh, I know there's something not right but I don't know what and I don't know where the fuck it's going Yeah, but you know I really enjoyed Midsummer. and then two for me is Crawl I was oohing and yeah. ahhing about Again, what was going to go in it. my top spot Yeah, I was like oh man 
and again just to reiterate these are my choice cuts yeah these are things that i got a lot of enjoyment out of admittedly i might be a bit biased about crawl because our agony aunt earlier mm. that we were talking about i went to watch it with him yeah and he doesn't do horror movies and he was shitting his pants <laughs> like literally jumping out of his seat throwing popcorn everywhere like oh my fucking god did you see that and I was like, yes, we're watching the yeah, same movie. Of course, I fucking saw it. Sat next to you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Just sit down, you're embarrassing me. Um, but yeah, no. It's a fucking, it's a, on paper, shark, shark, crocodile movie. Yeah. Yeah. Killer crocodiles. Yeah, creature feature. Yeah. Creature feature. Bang. Yeah. I'm interested. Yeah. Trailer looked good. Bang. Went in. Everything I wanted it to be. Yeah. Like, again, it, you can't go in expecting a strong story or anything overly deep and meaningful it is just people trying to survive being under attack from a gator yeah and it's not like a giant gator or anything. It's no just it's just gator. standard fucking gators it's not mutant gators it's not fucking it's just gators it's yeah and in my top pick I cheated a bit okay because my top pick is actually a film that was released last year ah you bastard but I didn't watch <laughs> until this year right okay <clears throat> and my top pick my choicest of cuts for 2019 is Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh, wow. Top spot as well. Top wow. spot. Um, Spider-Man is like... I want to say... He's not up there with Batman, but yeah. in terms of like my Marvel go-to, yeah. Spider-Man. Okay. Well, Punisher. Yeah. But yeah. like, it took before I discovered Punisher, it was Spider-Man. I've always animated Spider-Man cartoon. As soon as I did the Sam Raimi movies, it was like, I fucking love Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. So when this was sort of advertised, I was like, oh, it looks a bit naff. Like, yeah, yeah. different Spider-Mans from different Spider-Verses and all this sort of stuff. And I wasn't too sure about the artwork style. And, you yeah. know, and So it kind of, the kids wanted to watch it. And I, oh, yeah, I suppose I could watch it. And now DC have got a whole line of, like, animated movies. Yeah. And I've watched the vast majority mm. of them. I'd say as a rule, DC about the animated stuff. This was my thinking, right? I was like, yeah. oh, I haven't watched much in the way of the Marvel animated yeah. stuff. Watched one or two of these terrible guys. Yeah, they're not particularly. I think I've watched the whole, the whole, the whole Freudian <laughs> slip. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched the Hulk versus um, Thor and Hulk versus Wolverine. Okay, yeah. Um, stuff, but outside of that, not a lot. So I was kind of expecting not a lot. I was like, oh man, but we got loads of nods at like award stuff, and I was yeah. like, come on, man. Really, like, like awarding what I was essentially assuming was just going to be a shitty fucking mm. Marvel transfer to fucking screen kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it's amazing. The story is good. It's tight. It's got loads of emotion in it. The fucking art style works really well. Yeah. Like the way it just pops on fucking screen. Like it literally pops on screen he's walking down the street and there's all these things going on and moving around the different colours and textures and stuff and it's like it's fucking I imagine it's one of those ones if you took about watching Acid it would be amazing nice. um, but like it just completely blew me out of the water with how much I was like fuck man usually when I'm watching a film with my kids right honest time now right on, on the level time right. I pay attention for a little bit <laughs> yeah and then I get bored because they're just like oh, I can see where this is going yeah, yeah, yeah. you use the whole you got to be a good guy and you know help people out kind of fucking nonsense and yeah. see the world the power I've of friendship seen, exactly I've seen this so many times oh god and phone comes out and I start playing like fucking coin spinner or fucking solitaire or something while I'm sort of half watching it but like I was fully engaged with Spider-Man from yeah. start to finish like wow I fucking yeah. oh 
I don't know, like I went to work and I was like, oh my God, I watched Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse. It's like the greatest movie you've ever fucking seen. And they were like, really? It's an animated Spider-Man movie. Are you talking out your ass? And I was like, no, honest to fuck, watch it. It's great. But nobody will watch it. And it's like, but it's so good. Just watch yeah, it. Everyone tells me it's great and I yeah. haven't got around to watching it yet. But I do intend to and I probably will soon. Oh, well, well, yeah. I might do now because it's on your top like It's the top of my top fucking spot. list. And like the I said, of it's the choicest of cats. Yeah. And like I said, this is all what I got from it like yeah. when I was watching it ah oh, I think because I went in with such low expectations mm. and it just completely fucking threw me and yeah, I was yeah. like yes but that's the thing though I'm going to go in with high expectations tell me yeah. it's great you know I so guarantee maybe. you'll still enjoy it okay. it's a really good fucking movie yeah yeah oh, fair enough I'll, I'll check it out alright uh, well I got like I said I got four four films on my list Oosh. Um, and not in no particular order although one is the top spot so I got Hellboy on my list Nice. Because I had a lot of fun with it. You know, I enjoyed it. And again, I haven't watched that many films this year. <laughs> yes, I'm surprised how many people have got it on the shittest movies of this year list. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, man, are you all just jumping on the fucking bandwagon yeah. for, like, shitting on this fucking movie? There have been way worse movies than oh, Hellboy this yeah, year. Yeah. I, like, I, really, I did enjoy Hellboy quite a lot. Yeah. I, like I said, I think we've discussed it before. The yeah. pacing's off a little bit in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But overall, yeah. what I wanted It's what you expected from the Hellboy, from movie. The Hellboy yeah. movie. Yeah. It's Hellboy. And go various monsters and stuff, yeah, great. Uh, Brightburn, yeah, someone yours. I checked Child's Play on my list because nice. I have more Sally fans this year, <laughs> but I did enjoy Child's Play quite a lot, yeah. And Joker be in the top spot because I just loved that film, man. It just made me feel so uncomfortable throughout. Um, although it's not a horror film, obviously, it still had that uncomfortable feeling you get from horror. Like, you, you didn't really want to watch it, but you were sort of fascinated to watch it. There's been a lot of comparisons between the Joker and Taxi Driver, where okay, yeah. um, the Travis Bickle character... Yeah, I guess on a surface level, there is sort of Taxi Driver-esque. And it's set sort of in the same time period as well, which sort of, until it's come to light, I sort of hadn't really made that connection with. Yeah. <clears throat> but my main sort of... Not gripe as such, but like... When I was watching it, there was a couple of bits. Again, we're going to go into spoiler territory, folks. Mm. If you haven't watched Joker yet, you might want to fast forward maybe 10 minutes or so yeah. just to you know, give you a clear window. But my main gripe was some of the Batman stuff felt almost like force-fed in. Yeah, I, I'll agree with you. I, I feel like they didn't need the Batman stuff. It would have been a great movie, even a great Joker movie without the Batman yeah, the stuff. Batman stuff. Didn't need and it, at all. it sort of ties into the Waynes thing and this idea that They've been linked since the Joker was. Then uh, it also makes it a bit more confusing because Bruce Wayne's a literal child. Child, exactly. And by the time he's old enough to actually combat the Joker, the Joker's going to be like a senior citizen. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) unless like he's the proto Joker. You know, he's like the idea that. Well, that's part and parcel of sort of what I was talking to um, Madame Mim Tattoo Lady. Yeah. And she was saying that she really enjoyed it, and I said about the Batman stuff and how. I didn't. It didn't. It felt like it was pushing against me rather than like yeah, sliding yeah. in. Um, <laughs> there was some resistance, yeah, yeah. and she said basically, from well, if she remembers correctly, mm. it started off as more of an incel movie. Okay, yeah, which kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then they'd read the script and were like, "Look, can you turn this into a Joker movie? Because yeah. it's fucking great." Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, sure, I can turn it into a Joker movie." Mm. 
which is where I think they like ham fisted in these Wayne references and the Batman yeah. stuff just so everybody's all like oh, it's like the trailer when the trailer dropped and you see him talking to a child yeah, and you're yeah. like oh my god is that Bruce Wayne yeah. and like they were fucking bonkers yeah. which I guarantee put several asses in seats I say yeah. several fucking hundreds of asses thousands maybe of asses <laughs> in seats definitely um, more than time yeah definitely more <laughs> <laughs> but like I don't know there's all this stuff that sort of gets ham fisted in to do with the Waynes to try and tie the Joker up with the DC stuff I yeah. don't think they needed to do it they could have quite oh, easily yeah. have left just had it as this is Joker's origin story yeah. and just oh, yeah, left it yeah. at that yeah, yeah. whether it's the current Joker as we know it or proto Joker yeah. doesn't matter because everything else those few bits that do involve the Waynes and kind of tie it into the whole Batman thing mm. pale in insignificance yeah. to everything else that's yeah, in yeah. it yeah, like exactly, everything yeah. else yeah. carries that movie those yeah. to me those Batman bits just felt a little like yeah, yeah. Oh. I'll agree with you but I don't think it annoyed me as much as it did you no, <laughs> again I, I don't think it just it wasn't, I didn't come out there going, fucking shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you see those Bruce Wayne bits? Yeah. Nonsense. But it was just like, oh man, did it really need that? Yeah, it's yeah. like, it was carrying on on its own. And like you said, the atmosphere created and Joaquin Phoenix as the fucking Joker is incredible. Yeah, it's one it's of the like, standout yeah. performances in fucking years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, this whole laughing thing, it looks so painful yeah. when he's fucking yeah, yeah, laughing. Yeah. And it's a fucking incredible performance mm. so to have all that sort of almost undermined a little bit by these like little tidbits that are almost um, there was this whole thing about like fan service and yeah, how I was you just shouldn't say cater to like fan, fan service, service else, yeah. because it hinders hinders yeah I used the right word and I confused myself <laughs> because I was like wait a minute <laughs> what the fuck's going on here it hinders on so much, like... I've lost my fucking... I've got the word right. I've actually lost my fucking rant. Um, you've got this whole Joker story that's being carried on, and you put the fan service in, and you'll have people that essentially will lap it up. You'll have others that fucking hate it because it's not done right. Yeah, yeah. Which is why you should always, I feel personally, just stick to whatever it is you've got in mind. Don't try and cater to, like, fanboy stuff. No, yeah. Which kind of goes against my whole argument for every comic <laughs> thing that I don't watch because I think it's going to be shit because they've changed stuff. <laughs> I'm so confused you're in just, my brain. Yeah, yeah. You're just like a walking contradiction, man. You're ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, no, they change stuff. I fucking hate it. Don't yeah. change stuff, though. Change Keep stuff, it yeah. to the Keep, source. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it to whatever vision you had. Yeah. yeah. But I thought it was a fucking cracking movie. <laughs> cool. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and then... I sort of compiled joined on everybody else I was like I wasn't sure how this worked I was like what they're doing like a top 10 of the decade but surely the decade would be 2010 to 2020 yeah but, true, but yeah. we're only going into 2020 yeah, so, so why are people doing 2010 to 2009 that's a really weird a really weird thing to do especially since that would be a year previous yeah so I'm not sure yeah, that's what you mean 2019 rather than 2009 <laughs> But I was like, fuck it, let's just do it as a topic of conversation of films. Nice. So I made a list of 10. My yes. top 10 for the last sort of 10 years, or yes. between 2010 and 2019, which isn't quite yeah. 10 years, but then we'll skip over that. No, I didn't really watch that many horror films up to when we started the podcast. I'd like, it's not that I'd fallen out of love with horror, I just 
life got on the way i just got too busy to watch any films for a while yeah amy's not that big a fan of horror so um like i said i didn't really fall in love with it i just didn't watch any for a while and then when we started doing the podcast i fell back into it i watched like one or two ones that interest me but i didn't really sort of go out my way to watch any you know what i mean yeah so my list is there's a lot from more recent years than the last decade and not that much from like the 2010 to 2015 period so uh, when I was trying to compile my list, I was looking around and I was like, okay, trying to look at all the stuff I've got. And I was like, well, films like really jump out as like horror movies. And I was like, well, there's loads of horror movies, but there's also stuff that's like not necessarily horror movies, but they've got like horror elements yeah. to them. There, I was like, okay, I want, I want to make a list of my top 10 of the decade that like moved me ah, in a yeah. way yeah, yeah. to like... Yeah, I've got a couple on here that actually like had an impact on me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, in at my number 10, I pretty lazily just put down Tarantino. I was like, ah, okay, <laughs> I'm struggling here. What can I put down? If I'm trying to pick fucking only 10 movies, and I was like, there's loads. There's literally loads of movies that have come out. Yeah. And I was oohing and ahhing, and there were several changes. And I was like, oh, well, this, or oh, what about that? And uh, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Some of my top ten films of the decade are Tarantino's last few efforts in the last ten years, yeah. which sort of I'm pretty sure include Inglorious Bastards, mm. Django, yeah. and Hateful Eight, mm. which I think you could argue have all sort of got horror-ish elements <laughs> in them. <laughs> Trying to justify for them on you. Yeah. I still haven't seen Hateful Eight. I really oh, want to watch it. Hateful Eight's great. Um, Is it better than the Inglorious Bastards and Django? It's a different kind of film, I yeah. think. Um, Hatefully is very much almost like a stage show. Like okay. it is set outside of. The, it opens with characters traveling. They're mm. trying to get to a certain place. Yeah. Storms coming in. They eventually stop off at this like um, I forget what the correct term for it is, but it's like a cabin slash shop slash fucking B and B kind of thing in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. They get there, but there's a storm coming, so they're essentially all trapped. Mm. So you've got all these different characters then in one place, yeah. trying to get on with each other, but there's various conflicts from various bits and pieces and criminal elements and law elements and all this sort of stuff. Mm. And it, it plays out like almost like a stage show, like you're yeah. going to watch a play. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think, interestingly, on the Hateful Eight topic, there's like a special cut on Netflix that mm. Tarantino himself as done oh, wow. where they've cut into segments so it's like a TV series oh that's cool so if you've never watched it before I think yeah, watching yeah. it from that perspective yeah, could yeah. be quite cool yeah sweet yeah check it out dipping in uh, my number 10 because I didn't have a creature feature on the list I thought I'd go for a creature feature for number nice. 10 uh, any uh, can you guess which one I've got on you <sighs> trying to think in the last 10 years a creature feature you said you didn't watch Crawl no so I didn't. it can't be Crawl no I did have a lot of fun with this one. It was quite a funny one. Oh, fuck, I'm thinking. No, I can't take it. No, Boar. Boar. Fuck, I was, I was sitting there <laughs> thinking, when did Deep Blue Sea come out? Lake Placid? Yeah. No, no. Boar, yeah, oh, Boar's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of fun with Boar. Um, even like, that was Bill, um, Bill Mosley. Yeah. He's great in it. The fucking giant dude who sings... Um, Vanilla Ice, Eugenius. He's fucking huge. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's such a fun film. 
In terms of, yeah, recent creature features, it's definitely one worth checking out. I think you could pick it up dirt cheap on fucking DVD these days for like three quid. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely worth a punt. Mm. Nice. Um, my number nine is Ty West's House of the Devil. Okay. Have we seen this? No, I haven't seen it. No. Oh, we definitely need to do an episode on this. Cool, I won't go too much into it. Yeah. For the sake of spoilers, if you've seen it, you all know how fucking good this movie is. If you haven't seen it, then you need to watch it. Um, basically, it's shot like an old school 80s, uh, almost like a slasher movie. Yeah. Um, but it's a girl looking for some money. She's after some jobs. So there's this babysitting job and she applies for the job. They ask her to come to the house. She goes to the house. There's a couple, old couple there. She's a bit, and something's not quite right. And she's like, oh, where's the kids? And it's like, well, there are no kids. We want you to babysit. Essentially, just house sit. There's our mother upstairs in the attic. You might see her knocking about, but you haven't got to go see her or anything. She's just up in the attic. And like, all these alarm bells are going off. Hang on. They've got me to come to this house to, as a babysitter, but I'm not actually babysitting. I'm house sitting. Yeah. There's an old woman in, upstairs they want me to look after, but I'm not supposed to go check on her. Mm. And there's all this weird shit. And just goes from there. Goes from there. And, oh, it's fucking amazing. It's got, like, some incredibly, like, tense moments. Before I'd seen Hereditary, this was, like, one of those, like, wow, man, they really do the tension well. Yeah. And they still do it well, but not when you're on, on part with Hereditary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, it's still, oh, you're yeah, like yeah. this. You, can, you know there's something not quite fucking right in this house, but you don't know what. Yeah. And, so the movie carries on until it's all all is revealed and it's oh, that's beautiful. Uh, yeah. Sweet man. Uh number nine for me I've got the twenty eighteen Halloween. Nice. Yeah. Uh, again, I had a lot of fun with that. Um they did the franchise a service with this film, I, yeah. I feel. Instead of just having another cheapy fucking knockoff Halloween, it was just uh, Michael Myers being brutal as fuck and just yeah, back on form. I think that before when we originally started this podcast and we were throwing ideas out and I was like oh, I want to sort of talk about a couple of franchises yeah and like decide which one has been mishandled the most yeah and I always thought it was the Hellraiser, Hellraiser. franchise <laughs> which is why I was like let's do Hellraiser yeah but actually I think the Hellraiser it's not so much that it was mishandled as almost misrepresented yeah, yeah. like it got caught up in what it was mm. And then uh, all the fucking terrible bits, but they were good films in between that just fell between the cracks because they didn't meet the expectations and go back and listen to all our Hellraiser episodes for an in-depth review of Hellraiser (laughs) franchise. Um, But now I'm not so sure that it's like the most mistreated. Yeah. Because again, you got Friday the 13th. Like that Mm. is a beautiful, beautiful mess. Mm. Like it it just, it spawned the idea of like just, just, fucking do whatever you want man. just oh he's died how are we going to bring him back oh fuck it we'll just electrocute the fucker back but he's been dead for like years at the matter he's, <laughs> he's got magic powers he can do whatever the fuck we want yeah. okay let's blow him up and the only thing that's left is his heart well okay his heart's got a spirit in it and it transfers to other people and then other people become Jason and blah 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 they just do whatever the fuck they want with it yeah. and like it works like they're all just fun Yeah. but when it comes to the Halloween movies then I think that's where that's where I'm laying my money down with maybe it's been mistreated the most. Yeah, yeah. Because you've got Halloween 1, 2, 3 has got nothing to do with Michael Myers. Yeah. 4 sort of alright, 5 starts drifting down this cult thing mm. and then it never really sort of recovers from that. And even yeah. some of the later stuff like H2O, yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking Resurrection, like some of them are just... In comparison to what the original was, yeah. 
Like they're they're awful. Yeah, yeah. Um, you had the Rob Zombie films, which I don't mind. I don't hate by any means. Yeah. Um, but it was really nice to see this one come back, Strong and enough. like make you afraid of yeah, Michael yeah, Myers again. Yeah. Like he was fucking brutal, yeah, yeah. fucking creepy, it's visceral. Like fucking that. loved it. Yeah, yeah. My number eight is. You could say not a horror movie, but again, it's Toy Story again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's Toy Story three. There's definitely some spooky shit in there. Um, But again, uh, there's there's some horror elements in there. There's some horrific bits. There's you know there's tension. There's all this. It's Drive. Okay. Um, We've seen Drive. Yes. Ah, beautiful film. Is that the Ryan Gosling one? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Again, another one where I sort of okay. Ryan Gosling all the chicks dig Ryan Gosling is this any good uh, like is yeah. it any good or is it just because he's the fucking hot shit at the moment yeah and I watched it and I was like holy fuck yeah. this is very good um and yeah if you haven't seen Drive he's a driver that's what he does he drives uh, it's not like Transporter where like he's doing really weird shit with a car and like flipping over buses and stuff you know Transport with Jason State I can see the look of confusion on your face I actually I know what you mean with Transport I just yeah I don't know why you look confused I think Jason Statham just like blanks my mind I'm just like oh, Jason Statham right, okay it's um, it's he's just yeah he's a driver he drives the cars he's very good at driving the cars blah blah he gets mixed up with this lady um and all sort of hell breaks loose with various bits and pieces. I don't want to give too much away case you haven't watched it, but it's been out for years, so you should have yeah, watched it. Watch it but yeah, oh, I watched it and I was like, fuck, man. Nice. Sweet. Yeah, I've seen it once, like years ago. I can't really remember what happens in it. But I'm sure if I watched it again recently, I would put it on a top list. Uh, my number eight is Devil from 2010. Seen it? Is this the one in the elevator? Yes. yes. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. I thought it was I... a really interesting premise. I, again, it's one I watched years and years ago when it first came out. Um, and again, I really enjoyed it. Mm. I think it's a very good example of being able to do something. Well, you tell people, oh, yeah, I suppose some people trapped in an elevator. Yeah. And one of them's like, not who he says he is. Yeah, yeah. And people start dying and stuff. It's like, well, how the fuck do people die in an elevator? Yeah, yeah. It sounds terrible. Yeah. But actually, it was really, really well. fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely need to check it out again. I've mm. watched it for, like I said, for a long time. Yeah, I've not watched it for a while, but I remember having like that impact on me where I thought, fuck, that was a good film. Yeah. I've definitely seen, seen it more than once as well, and that sort of helps. But Going into it, just a bunch of people stacking an elevator. Yeah. That yeah, sounds whatever. shit. Yeah. But like, it's done really well. Yeah, yeah. I like Devil. Nice. Yeah. I hadn't even thought about that one. To be honest, I literally just thought of it now. <laughs> <laughs> My number eight originally was Cloverfield Paradox. Right. I was like, did I enjoy that much, really? Did I enjoy it more than Devil? I was like, no, I didn't. So I put Devil in instead. Literally, nice. as you were talking about the last film. Like, we should, yeah. Uh, in at my number seven is a film called Creep. Now, you've mentioned Creep to me before, and I did start watching it, but I was on the train at the time. And oh, I don't think it's very not a, not a train movie yeah, film. No, yeah. it's definitely not a train film. No. Um, again, Creep was one where I'd seen it crop up on a couple of people's lists, and I was like, okay. <sighs> I'm sounding like fucking more and more like an internet fucking <laughs> arsehole every day. I was like, what? People like this film. It's bound to be shit. Um, but it was up on Netflix and I was like, do you know what? I'll give it a will. I think it was one of the other podcasts I was listening to at the time. Um, the Horror Show, which is no more. I mean, they dip back in now and again. but you know. mm. um, And they'd mentioned it and how they'd fucking love this. So I was like, okay, let's check it out. So basically, you've got this dude who answers uh, Craigslist about a young, 
being very young. He's not very young. It's nothing to do with that. He's a young videographer. And he answers this advert, basically. This guy wants him to come and video him. Yeah. And the guy tells him, that, look, you know, his wife's pregnant and she's expecting this firstborn, um, but he's got cancer and he's going to die and he's not going to survive. Mm. It's terminal. There's, there's nothing they can do about it. But he wants to sort of make this almost video journal to leave for his son. So you're like, oh, man, that's pretty fucking... It's yeah, pretty yeah. deep. Yeah. Um, but all is not what it seems, and the guy's creepy as fuck. And I watched it over at a friend's house, and there was four of us sort of watching it together. And usually, when we watch stuff in that sort of capacity, we like to watch like tongue in cheek stuff and like yeah. every sort of talking and jibber jabbering yeah. and laughing at the film. But actually, everybody was sort of engrossed and yeah, quiet yeah. and like. Do you want to watch something else? Yeah. This is a bit fucking weird. And I was like, no, man, I'm I'm fully <laughs> in bed. Let's, let's push this to the end. Like, yeah, I want yeah. to see where this is going. And yeah, no, it was fucking something else. It like really blew me away without just fucking... Oh, just thinking about it, sends shivers up my spine about yeah. how creepy the fucking dude is. <laughs> uh, my number seven is the Evil Dead remake or like sequel... Yeah, I um, think it's like I think it's supposed to be considered a remake. Yeah. But have you heard like people say, "Oh, well, it's like an alternative universe yeah, take yeah. on it and all yeah. this sort of stuff." But yeah, the Evil Dead fucking reboot. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah. It's the evil reboot of Re- the franchise. Dead, yeah, was fucking amazing. Yeah, I the fucking gore yeah. is incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, was I was Mia, one of the characters. You yeah. Know her name? yeah, she was fucking great in it. Well, I was when I was watching it. I was expecting again. I went in expecting. Like, um, you've got your your standard bunch of protagonists. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so which one of these is going to be the Ash character? Yeah, yeah. Thinking that, you know, they're going to play it by the book and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And it's not played by the book. No. And, ugh. Yeah, just yeah. works fantastically well. Beautiful. Yeah, if you're not checked that one, I'll definitely give that one a watch. Um, in at number six is... A subtitled movie because I can read and I do <laughs> not mind subtitles. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, and it's a film that came out. Let me just get my trusty phone and check out the magical IMDb. Boop, 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 boop. So, yes, my foreign film that I watched that's got subtitles in it where they don't speak a little. Well, they, actually, they do speak a bit of English. Um, so, if you can read and you don't mind subtitles. Oh my god, this fucking movie. It came up in loads of fucking lists over the years. Yeah. Best at fucking Fright Fest. It's in one of the you know the top lists of fucking Fright Fest Festival. The horror movie festival. It's yeah. in like top movies ever shown at Fright Fest. This, this movie's in the fucking <laughs> list, right? This film, everybody fucking thinks is great. I Saw the Devil. I've not seen that. Oh, dude, we totally got to do a fucking episode yeah, on I, I Saw the Devil as well. Definitely. Um, you've got essentially this serial killer going around murdering people right so start off with this slasher premise right okay yeah. I'm in my fucking slasher movie yet so you're a killer let's have it except he kills the wrong girl right okay so you're thinking oh, okay this is where we start to dip off a bit we're gonna get a fucking taken kind of fucking thing going on here yeah, yeah. but it's not that tacky this is pure fucking class <laughs> so the daughter happens to be the police chief's daughter yeah. but her fiance is a secret service agent. Now again, right, I can I can see everybody fucking <laughs> yeah, dipping yeah. off here. Yeah. Stick with it, stick with it, right? So the secret service agent finds out all these potential subjects. Yeah. Subjects? Suspects. Suspects. Subject. 
You can read. Yeah, <laughs> I can read. I know words and stuff. <laughs> it's all these potential suspects, right, linked to these various murders and women going missing and stuff. Yeah. And he goes and interrogates them, as you would expect a distraught fiancé to do, right? He's yeah. battering the shit out of these people, right? Yeah. Lovely jubbly. And then he finds the guy who is the actual fucking killer. Mm. Now we're thinking, okay, film's over. Yeah. We're only like 20 minutes in, half hour in, right? Yeah. This, this shit is just fucking starting. Yeah. He's Because he's Secret Service guy, he's got loads of gadgets, right? Yeah. So he's got like a GPS tracker, which has got a built-in microphone. Mm. So he finds the killer, kicks the fucking shit out of him, busts his fucking arm, knocks him out or chokes him out fucking cold. Like yeah. this fucking fight is brutal. Yeah. Sticks his fucking tracker in him, right? Yeah. And then leaves him here with a wad of cash. And then we get a fucking hour and a bit of cat and mouse where this guy's following him round. Yeah. This serial killer doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Every now and again, he goes to like he goes to a doctor to get patched up. The guy turns up, kicks the shit out of him again. Yeah, yeah. But like fucking maims him in some way or shape or form. Like yeah. really fucking breaks something. Slices his fucking Achilles tendon, whatever, right? Yeah. Just completely fucks this guy up, knocks him out cold, and then disappears again. Yeah. And then the guy wakes up and he's like, what the fuck? Is going on? Doesn't have a clue. And like, starts running away. Yeah. Guy fucking follows him again, catches him somewhere else, does the same again, <laughs> rinse and repeat for like an hour and a half. And this guy just getting the fucking shit kicked out of him in the most fucking brutal of fashions. Oh, he was amazing. <laughs> Sweet man. Yeah, that's definitely going to be one to watch. Uh, we will definitely have to do an episode on that. Uh, my number six is a film we saw at Fractured Visions in 2018. Uh, Luz. Nice. Yeah. I thought you were going to go for something else for a minute then. Uh, they might be on there. <laughs> it might be on that <laughs> list. Might be on there. Yeah, Les, man. It's one of those films where I, at the time I wasn't sure that I liked it as much as I do. And then the more you think back on it, like most of the time, like the more you think back on a film, the less you like it, you know? Yeah. But this is one of those ones where the more I think back on it, it's like, oh, actually, yeah, I can see how that made sense. And, and I, I fucking loved it, man, yeah. It's definitely one of the, like, when, again, when we come away from it, it was like, oh, what? what did I just watch? Yeah. Did I just watch, yeah. yeah. And not in a bad, not like in a, it's overly convoluted or arty yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's just, there's so much going on in quite a short period of time. Yeah. They're like, and the way it's done and shot and sound and all the rest of it, mm. it's put together like a classy film, right? Yeah. It's not some shitty shot together, cut together, fucking slasher mm. movie, right? This is like a well thought out, everything is sort of relevant kind of movie. Yeah, yeah. The light is there for a specific yeah, yeah. reason. You know, yeah, all these yeah. things that like helped create the scene and stuff. Yeah. And it's one of those ones that we come out and I was like, hmm. Don't know what to make of that. <sighs> yeah. I thought that was pretty good, but like, realistically, I'll probably never watch it again. Yeah. But then every time I see something about it, like I saw that it'd been like released somewhere, somebody would seen yeah, something, yeah. It, it got its release in Germany or whatever, or blah, 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 blah. And I'm yeah. Like, oh yeah, that fucking movie. Yeah. Watch that again. Mm, I should watch that again. Yeah, yeah. And like, it's on my radar for yeah, like, yeah. I want a physical release so I yeah. can watch it again. And that's the thing. I think it's like a film that stuck with me, and that I do think about it every now and again. I think, oh yeah, I actually really enjoyed that. I should watch that again. Yeah. And it's like, not a lot of films will do that. You know, not all films will have that impact on me. Where I'll sort of think about it every now and again. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember that bit. That made sense. And I think actually, at the time didn't know what to make of it now it's like okay I really want to watch it again because I'm pretty sure I fucking loved it yeah and especially with like the horror genre without wanting to piss on the horror genre too much I think a lot of the films are made for they're like a one off almost like a throwaway thing you go in you watch you have fun you might be creeped out Yeah. you might fucking love it or whatever but then like the lasting appeal of a lot of it 
if they're not yeah. heavy thinkers, do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You go and you watch a fucking Friday the 13th movie, you yeah. know what you're watching. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Whereas this, there's a lot more to it. Mm. And I think it's, it's a testament to, like, how good it is that, despite the fact there's over two years ago now that we watched this film, yeah, that yeah, we're yeah. still occasionally yeah. thinking about yeah, exactly, it and, like, yeah. still got interest yeah. about it. Yeah, totally. Uh, where are we gone? Okay, my number five is, again, it's not really a horror <laughs> movie, but it's got some horror elements. Um, 13 Assassins, okay. Takeshi Miike. I think it's Miike. I'm not yeah. a film buff, so I don't know. It's a samurai film, by any chance? Samurai film. It is indeed a samurai film. It's dope as fuck. Right. Um, basically, you've got back in feudal Japan times mm-hmm. you've got the shogun like run the whole country and you had people underneath the shogun yeah. they've appointed this dude who is essentially like a sociopath mm. um, to be one of his councils and this guy is just he's a massive piece of shit and we get to hear stories and see some of the things he's done um, along the way to where he is basically he's on the road going to meet the shogun and yeah. be part of the council and he's got all these grand schemes for like plumbed in the country into fucking war and all the rest um, so you see there's a bit where he goes and visits a family because essentially along the way you'd go to villages and you'd have these people that like run the village like yeah. the mayor essentially but head of a family or whatever um, he goes and stays at this one village and there's this girl walking towards him in this house like, she bows down onto the floor to, like, you know, yeah. pay her respects as she should be. And he just sort of grabs her ear, takes her into this room, mm. rapes her. Right. Her fiancé comes in looking for her. Yeah. He then proceeds to murder her fiancé. Then she commits seppuku, which is, like, self-fucking suicide thing, yeah, yeah. Uh, out of shame. Right. And for, he gets away scot-free because of his position. There's another bit where he goes to another family and, like, he's using members of the family as target practice for like bow and arrows and he's just sitting there fucking chucking arrows into people and stuff and like he's a massive piece of shit yeah and the reason I included this sort of film in the list is because there's this one bit where it's just really horrific Mm. where they bring out this girl they like peel back the curtain or the the shutter or whatever and there's this girl in there and she's got no arms no legs Mm. no tongue yeah and she can't speak so she has to like write out this story with her mouth and like a pen and she just like he asks her about what happened and he tells her she just writes out total chaos and it's like fuck but like as it happens he's like take on in this village he's fucking murdered all these people because they're in the way he's fucking chopped her arms and legs off once he's finished fucking her and playing about with her and chopped her tongue off so she can't say anything and just literally left her in the mud not being able to go anywhere and it's like fucking that's horrific (laughs) so the shogun can't be seen to act against his counsel yeah. so he's inadvertently sort of asked somebody to go and speak to some people so you've got these old warriors these ronin that are like got their little clan together mm-hmm. of 13 assassins to go and try and stop him yeah. so you've got this whole like hour-long fucking thing explaining the layout of the fucking plot yeah. showing you how much of a piece of shit he is how horrible he is followed by this 45 minute continuous fucking fight scene yeah. where you've got these 13 assassins these really cool dudes fighting against an army of this fucking sociopathic piece of shit guys dudes and oh it's fucking great <laughs> loved it <Sweet. laughs> um, my number five is it's part one 
Nice. Um, really enjoyed it. It's probably like it's one of my favourite sort of Stephen King stories, or if not my favourite Stephen King story. And I thought this adaptation of it was great. Second part, not so much. The more when I went to watch, I thought oh, it was alright. It was yeah. you know, I don't think it was ever going to have the same impact. No. As the first bit, um, I think there's something to do with because the first part contains children and children being quite helpless yeah, yeah. like against an adult let alone a fucking space clown it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? yeah but when they become adults then later on the fear is still there but not in the same capacity yeah, yeah, yeah. so I always think always thought that it would maybe struggle a little bit but I was keen to see it I don't think it's in any way shape or form terrible by any means no um, I think as a complete piece it works really well yeah. and I but, definitely think it's one of the better Stephen King adaptations oh definitely yeah had. like when I came out the cinema and I'm like you, like I came out thinking, yeah, it was okay. But then the more I thought about it, the less I liked it. Yeah. And I think that's you know, jumping onto your bandwagon of like properties, <laughs> they fucked up. They there were things that they changed that I don't think worked all that well. Yeah. In the second part, the first one was fine with me. I loved the first part, but the second part they changed like the ritual of Chud. The the and the adults coming back to the back to Der- Derry. In the book, they came back willingly. And because of the promise they made, but then in this one they just made Mike look like a crazy person. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they didn't want to come back and they were also resisting and yeah. But the first part, fantastic job on that. Loved it. Nice. Okay, in my number four. And I'm gonna try and pretend this a fucking horror movie, but it just kicks so much fucking <laughs> ass and blew me the fuck away. Is the even a horror podcast anymore? <laughs> so you're talking about Toy Story yeah, yeah. fucking Shit man. Um no, the raid. Um again. You could argue this. Some of the violence in here is horrific, so horror elements, if you want, is uh. spooky bits creeping around. You've got a SWAT team goes into a fucking um, tower block, and basically they're trying to take out this drug lord, and they're creeping through. They're trying to be sneaky, 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 and then somebody sets off the alarm, and the whole place goes into lockdown. As it pans out, the SWAT team shouldn't even fucking be there. It's not an authorized fucking thing. But then the drug people in the tower block are trying to kill the fucking SWAT team. The SWAT team are trying to survive. So it's almost like a fucking slasher movie, right? right. You've got mad fucking kung fu going on, martial arts, fucking heads bouncing off walls, people with machetes coming at people, fucking getting shot to shit. Violent as fuck. Amazing. I can't fucking believe it when I saw it that this was like a level of action film that we could be getting yeah. and we don't get as like a staple. Yeah. It was like, what? We have to sit through things like, I don't know, some fucking... Jason Statham film? Jason Statham, yeah. Some, some Jason Statham fucking action movie when we could be having this yeah. regularly. Yeah. Um, it was a fucking eye-opener to like martial arts films and action movies in general. Yeah, sweet. Uh, my number four, I, I know he's definitely not on your list, um, is Mandy. Mandy! <laughs> uh, just a visually stunning film, I thought. Um, Nick Cage was like... You know, he's not. He's two modes of Nick Cage. One where he just can't be asked, and one where he's like fully in, fully engaged. And this is like Cage. a fully in Nick Cage. Um, yeah, just a great film, man. Like a lot of fun. Well, I say a lot of fun. It's fucking violent. It's horrible. It's shot in a way that I thought was interesting. And I, I know you think it's more spectacle than anything else. Yeah, and there is, you know. But it's a spectacle I fucking enjoyed. Like, yeah. But I think it's one of those ones I need to go back and watch again. Mm. Um, I'm not sure. 
like I said, I'm all for like second viewing the stuff. I don't like to like necessarily. Write, I'm such a nice guy. Yeah. I don't like to just like write stuff off as like, oh no, I didn't like that. I'm never watching you again. Yeah. Or I don't like that person. I'm never talking to them again. I'm a nice guy. I'm I'm, I'm open to compromise. Right. Um, <laughs> so with Mandy, like I said, I watched it and I was like, oh, it's sort of something of nothing. Like the story is, it's there. It's, mm. it's, I've seen far lesser fucking structured stories uh, yeah. work. Um, but yeah, no, uh, the story was there, but I do think it was very heavily focused on the spectacle of yeah. the, the colours, the shapes, everything. Mm. It, it's a beautifully crafted piece of film. Yeah. And I'm not sure after watching a full day's worth of... I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, you watched it in like a, a Fractured Vision. I watched thing, it as part it? of Fractured Vision. Yeah, yeah. So I'd seen a, a various array of films I'm not sure exactly what was showing that day but like you had stuff like Puppet Master had been on Boar had been on at some point so like you've got I've had a day of cheesy 80s yeah. rebooted Nightmare Beach for example followed yeah. by like this was the closer so I don't know if by that point in the day hang on Boar and Nightmare Beach were in the first one but this is the second one you went to so yeah, like I said, I'm not entirely sure what was on on yeah. this one, but yeah, oh, right, there yeah, yeah. was yeah. yeah, you had like a variety of types of yeah, yeah, yeah. horror movies to then be presented with this, for one of a word, an arty, beautiful yeah, yeah. piece of film. Mm. Whether at that point in the day, I just wasn't ready for that. I was expecting yeah, yeah. again, uh, could be to do with the hype. We're like, oh, Nicolas Cage goes full Cage again for yeah. the first time in fucking years. It's the best performance we've seen out of him since fucking Connie or whatever. Yeah face off <laughs> it was like okay let's let's have that and it does it is Nicolas Cage going fucking mad yeah but it's a beautiful going mad yeah, yeah. so yeah I'll have to give another watch yeah. do so man yeah definitely okay in at number three for me um, I went to watch this and I'm disappointed to say that it was literally just me and my buddy Chris sitting in the cinema on our own watching this film this film needs to have been seen by so many people um, and it's Green Room. It's been on my watch list for a while. Oh, it. It's so Patrick Stewart in that good. one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of the name of the dude who did it. Jeremy Soligny. Uh, I think I'm saying that right. Um, but yeah, uh, he did Blue Ruin first. Well, before he did Blue Ruin, he did Murder Party. But Blue Ruin was the first film I'd seen, which had been on my radar for a while, and I watched it and was completely fucking blown away. Yeah. So, of course, next thing I hear is he's doing a fucking Nazi fucking movie with Patrick Stewart playing the head honcho of the Nazis. And yeah. I was like, fuck, I am all over this. So it's a punk band. They're going around touring, playing gigs. They've been offered a gig, but it doesn't pay out as much as they need to sort of move on to the next city. So the guy's like, look, I'll hook you up with something else. Um, as long as you don't mind playing to like a bunch of fucking skinheads yeah. and you're like yeah no no problem we'll play to whoever as long as they're fucking paying so they go down to this place and it's full of Nazi fucking skinheads not just skinheads skinheads but fucking horrible pieces of shit skinheads yeah. um, and they witness a murder basically and then all fucking chaos ensues without giving too much away oh it's yeah. fucking tense it's fucking violent it's fucking amazing yeah. nice uh, my number three might come as a surprise to everyone, but it's Hellraiser Judgment. <sighs> nice. And you've heard what I have to say about Hellraiser Judgment in our episode about Hellraiser Judgment. But yeah, just, just a recap, I think it's a return to form for the Hellraiser franchise, one of my favourite franchises. Um, new Penad's great, better than Chubby Penad, that's for damn sure. 
and um, just well worth a check out if you're into the Hellraiser franchise boom uh, okay my number two is Hereditary I went in I didn't. don't think I even watched the fucking trailer for this I remember seeing some stills of the girl and just being all like okay she's yeah, like she possessed by yeah. the fucking witch or something or some fucking nonsense and she's yeah. weird as fuck um, but then I just got this dude it's just such a good fucking buzz about this movie being so good so it's like oh fuck it go on and watch it in the cinema yeah. and I went and watched it and was just like holy shit I'm not entirely sure what the fuck to make of this yet yeah. But that was insane. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, even now, still, arguably, I think it's fucking magic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, my number two is Puppet Master. That's right. Nice. Yeah. I was ooh and ahhing about putting that on my list so much. I was like, ah, oh, man, it's such a good fucking movie. Yeah, it's just so much fun. Like. And it, uh, I bought it for my niece for Christmas, and she nice. fucking loved it. Yeah, she yeah. thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it's great. Um, um, but yeah they have fucking loads of films I've the Master franchise I think I've only seen like three or four of them maybe I've definitely like seen the first one obviously but Little Strike is just so much fun I'd argue it's probably the greatest Puppet Master movie yeah um, I enjoyed it way more than I did one and yeah. I mean I like one yeah. I've seen up to five I think yeah um, and I enjoy them for what they are mm. you know I'm not under any illusions as to <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the yeah. type of fucking movie they were yeah but, um, yeah, I, no. I feel like there's not many films especially in the horror franchise that can make you laugh, laugh out loud you know I think that's uh, there's like a delicate balance I think they do go quite comedy and horror go yeah, together yeah. well oh definitely yeah but it's got to be done right, right? Yeah, yeah. like when they try and force mm. fucking humour into stuff that's just like and doesn't work it just falls flat yeah yeah Oh, it ruins the entire fucking thing yeah this but works perfectly Puppet right. Master's one of those ones where it finds the balance between yeah, the comedy and the horror. Yeah. They 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 very oh. Yeah, definitely. Oreo cookie, like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, my number one. Again, I'm guessing you haven't seen, and I really want to do an episode on at some point. Okay. Is Bone Tomahawk? Right, yeah, I haven't seen that. Oh man, it's so fucking good. <laughs> Um, again from my boy that did Dragged Across Concrete yeah uh, Craig S. Zoller um, I think this was filmed sort of on the back of Kurt Russell having done Hateful Eight because okay. again he plays a cowboy and he's got his big huge fuck off uh, Hateful yeah. Eight moustache yeah um, and it's basically a Cowboys and Indians movie with like a horror fucking mm. twist to it yeah where these Indians even the Indians look down upon this tribe of Indians because they're fucking savages. Yeah. Which, of course, to the white man that thinks that the Indians are fucking savages, these Indian savages that the Indians think are savages are yeah. fucking savage savages. Oh, it's just fucking... Ooh. I was like, oh, okay. It's Kurt Russell. Man, I got a lot of love for Kurt Russell. I think this yeah. was like before the Kurt Russell revival. Okay. Because he sort of, you inquired for a bit, he did Death Proof and sort of spiked a little bit and he did yeah. a couple of other bits, but then like he did Guardians of the Galaxy 2 after Hateful Eight and like he's he's hot shit again. He's done the Santa Christmas movie and like oh, yeah. everybody's talking about how cool Kurt Russell is. Yeah. So this Bone Tom Walker, I was like, okay, he's got Kurt Russell in him. And I like Kurt Russell, I got a lot of time for Kurt Russell, let's check it out. Yeah. And I'm not really a big Westerns guy, so I was like, I'm not really expecting too much from this. 
but like I put it on and I was like fuck yes oof yeah. and like it's a bit of a slow burn where you think you're watching a bit of a boring cowboy film yeah where like it's just sort of going on and on you're like oh what the fuck is what's going on here like oh fuck yeah. some stuff just happened and it's fucking gross yeah. yes nice. um, but oh, we definitely got to cover that in episode yeah, I'm up for that uh, my number one is Hereditary. Boom. Yeah, because no other film has had the same, going back to impact, and no other film has had the same impact on me as Hereditary did. That, like, I don't know, man, like, the end of that film, you just left, like, stunned. Like, how did that happen? Like, what the fuck just happened? And that tension and that release of tension, but he's still fucking tense after watching it because it was so fucked up. I was thinking about, I was thinking about how I think that's what works really well with Hereditary is is that you've got that continuous slow build of tension yeah, all the way through yeah. where you're all like something's yeah. fucking not There's right. There's no peaks and troughs, it's just literally all peak up to the... And then you get to the climax and you should get a release like yeah. we discussed before where you get that like build up, jump scare, release, yeah. back down. Back to normal. But it, does, it doesn't even do that. You yeah. get that peak where it's just like peak... Yeah fucking yeah, tense yeah. something's gonna fucking snap I'm yeah. so fucking tense but that's the end of the movie yeah, yeah. and it leaves you yeah. although you've got the, like although you've got the reveal yeah. of where it was going this entire time yeah. it still leaves you like uncomfortable and yeah, yeah. fucking wound up like a spring yeah when the the wife the mother she's on the ceiling chopping her own head off fuck man that's such a like visceral horrible thing and the sound it made and just the the way she's doing it is just I think that's what, again what going we've discussed this in our top pick um, for whatever year it came out. Yeah, like last um, year. I think it was on both our lists as the fucking top, top movie. Film, yeah, yeah. Um, there's no filmmaking without wanting to you know get too yeah. fucking deep into the idea of how to make a film. Right, you might have never made a fucking film. <laughs> yeah. um, but it is an art form in and of itself, mm. and I think that term sort of gets banded around and. You've got like two groups of people. You've got people that enjoy fucking popcorn movies and people who enjoy arty movies. Yeah. It doesn't mean you can't enjoy the two. Yeah. And I think with Hereditary, he's made an not like a pretentious arty movie, but it is a very well crafted yeah. piece of cinema. Yeah. And for one of a like a fucking example, right? So you've got Freddy versus Jason, right? You know going in this is a fucking bubblegum fucking popcorn yeah, yeah. movie for your head, right? Yeah. And it comes out with a fucking metal soundtrack and you know oh there's all these fucking heavy bands on it hereditary doesn't like it uses a score in the movie but that's like it there's no like yeah soundtrack to it there's no tunes that yeah, you yeah. fucking bobbing along to it's crafted in such a way that the sound and the visuals all aid this feeling of yeah. like Dread. Dread yeah. throughout the entire fight. And that is like an incredible feat to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's one that everybody that sort of watched the film, I think, I don't think there's many people that don't think it's an uncomfortable film. No, yeah. Like, and to be able to cross that border between it being a very well-crafted movie and one appreciated by fucking morons that think the yeah. Transformer franchise is yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that in and of itself is fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Hereditary. Oh. Yeah. So, so good. I'm trying to think why I didn't put Hereditary at number one now. Because <laughs> you prefer Bone Tomahawk. <laughs> yeah. <Seriously. laughs> I don't know if I prefer it to Bone Tomahawk. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, I think 
in terms of my choice cuts, choice I think Bone <laughs> Tomahawk was like, it just came out of fucking nowhere because yeah, I was yeah. expecting a Cowboys and Indians movie yeah, yeah. and it wasn't a Cowboys and Indians <laughs> yeah. movie. So it just like, whoa, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I knew Hereditary was going to be a spooky movie. Yeah. And it just did spooky so well. It did, definitely. Cool, man. So that's our choice cuts for the decade and for the year. Oosh. Oosh. Choice cuts. What have we got coming up? Um, yeah, well, I think we've decided, we sort of put some feelers out in terms of covering some stuff from 88 films. Yes. And uh, yeah, the response was positive on the old Instagram. So as long as those people actually check out our episodes, yeah. then yeah. that'll be good. Yeah, I mean, we've got to watch the films and record the episodes first. But yeah. Exactly. But I think we're going to dip into maybe 10 in total. Yeah. Um, maybe because a brief sort of overview of AA films, they dip into a lot of different stuff. Um, it's mostly sort of culty horror stuff. So you've got like the Asian collection, which delves into Asian horror films. Yeah. You've got the fucking Italian collection, which delves into various yeah. Italian horror sci-fi yeah, yeah. bits and pieces. You've got the Slasher Classics collection, which is like old school VHS slashes yeah. touched up lovely on Blu-ray. You've got the Vault, which is like... Again, I don't really know how to describe outside of its choice cuts of <laughs> choice cuts. Choice cuts. <laughs> you have to like sound okay, like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, it's like yeah, <laughs> choice cuts. Choice cuts. <laughs> <laughs> like some fucking cool movies, stuff like fucking street trash, creepzoids, nice. um, fucking dogs, pigs, all sorts of fucking cool shit. Yeah. Um, they release stuff that's like just stuff they release like Grizzly which is an amazing creature feature yeah. about a giant killer bear yeah. but it doesn't fall into any of the slasher classics or the vault or fucking yeah. yeah so they do loads of different shit so I thought maybe we'd sample a couple of bits and pieces cool I know you want to watch Street Trash yes Creepazoids yeah um, I didn't make a list somewhere of some stuff Let's see if it's in my wallet here we go I got a, I got a fucking yeah. list I yeah. started writing so some of the stuff that we want to cover we're going to cover body melt yeah. street trash yeah. creepazoids yeah. um, somebody bad weird and cheesy on Instagram that we follow um, he's a cool dude check him out he suggested something with cyborgs in it so I was like eliminators because yes. it's just fucking mad <laughs> um, then I want to dip into some of the slasher collection as well yeah. um, not all of them are necessarily serious I really like Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers cool. which is like a comedy one which is good it'll relieve some fucking I'm up for that. You know, yep. too, watching too much horror shit. <laughs> um, Bad Dreams was another one that was recommended to us, mm. which I really want to watch again. I like Bad Dreams. Think sort of Nightmare on Elm Street, but instead of a Freddy Krueger figure, like a cult leader figure. Okay. Oh. Um, Ghost Town was another one that was recommended. So those are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven out of 10 so I thought maybe we'd dip into like a couple out of the slasher collection yeah. a couple out of the vault yeah. a couple out of maybe the Italian section yeah. if you want you know yeah, a yeah. bit of bad dubbing and some fucking yeah, weird yeah. shit yeah. and we'll go from there but um, yeah I'll post some shit up on Instagram so people want us to cover and we'll cover some stuff so maybe we'll double up on some bits so like I don't know yeah we'll iron out the bits and pieces Yeah, yeah but good. yeah keep posted for some 88 films bits and if you're from 88 Films and want to reach out in terms of some information, because interestingly enough, they start following us on Instagram. I did see that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was well chuffed. Uh, they didn't answer me when I said, who do I need to get in touch with to get some information about your company? Wasn't um, this previous to them following us? Though? It was, so, yeah. but they still got the message. So yeah. it was like, uh, okay. Yeah. But, uh, 
yes, any 88 people want to get in touch and just, you know, tell us how you started or why you put out the stuff you put out, reach out, man. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm there. I'm yeah. ready. I'll give you a hug. I'm, I'm that kind of guy. <laughs> yes, we will hug you. So there we are. It will be very uncomfortable. Oh, I don't, yeah, I'm a bit squishy, so. <laughs> I meant more like, uh, not physically uncomfortable, just, you know, morally uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to be creepy. Yeah. Um, what else have we got coming up? Um, Arctangent. We are going to Arctangent. We've made the decision. We're definitely going. I've yeah. said that my direct debit is taking out some cash. Yes. Um, yes. Whoa, what a lineup. I I was oohing and ahhing for a while and they announced Opeth and I know you're a big Opeth guy, Opeth guy and yeah. I was like I don't mind Opeth but I'm not really like it. I'm not an Opeth lover so I was like well they're not really doing too much for me and then they announced that Swans are playing Swans. and I was like do you know what I got a pretty big soft spot yeah, for Swans for Swans yeah man me too fucking love Swans no you've got a big soft spot yeah fuck me big soft spot for Swans yeah man and they also announced the fucking, the fucking Locust, locust like, who we were talking about, like, yeah. a couple of episodes yeah, ago. About like they, they need to fucking come tour. to the UK and tour, yeah. And they play in Arctanton. It's like, that's it. I'm so, fucking yeah, sold. sold. I'm fucking going. <laughs> so, yeah. Definitely, man. Definitely. So, yeah, and Riyaz going Arctanton, hit us up. Maybe we can meet up for a beer at some point. Yeah. Go to the silent disco together yes. and, like, dance like weirdos at each other. <laughs> Again, not uncomfortable. <laughs> to work on my people skills yeah, yeah. I think I'm not going to hug anyone yeah. no I mean I'll hug you if you want but I'm not like a natural hugger I don't walk up to people and naturally hug them if they're all like I'm sad and I want to hug I'm more than happy to hug but yeah. I'm not a big sort of contact guy yeah I no I mean do you, when you first see us you might think of us as quite standoffish <laughs> <laughs> we're very much like no those... outside friends <laughs> <laughs> very much like those internet assholes I was talking about earlier where yeah. like you know they 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 piss and moan and throw their opinions around online and then when somebody confronts them in real life they're very much not that person yes that's us oh, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. <laughs> in terms of not that we're assholes but just we, yeah. we talk a big game when we're podcasting <laughs> but we're actually quite shy yeah yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> um, um, yeah I can't... horror conventions as well I don't know if you've been paying attention to any lineups um, to be honest right I've completely forgotten to tell you about this so this is going to be like live reaction on the podcast <gasps> but um, it's not horror related <laughs> I've I've trying actively trying not to go to too many things now because <gasps> I've been invited I'm a groomsman at a wedding nice. in Barbados oof yeah <laughs> pricey yes <laughs> very pricey uh, it's not in next year thankfully but um, yeah we've got quite a bit of saving to do yeah I would have thought so so yeah Fuck. I know Who's that? Who's getting married? My um, buddy Roy from... Uh, well, Corey, no? From... Um, Roy! <laughs> I keep on calling him that. He's changed his name. He's Corey. Sorry. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Yeah. Corey! <laughs> yeah, uh, from uni. I think you've met yeah. him a couple of times. Yeah, he's on Stag. Yes, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice lad. Yeah, he's a nice lad, yeah. Yeah, he's getting married finally. He's been with his girlfriend for like 10 years. Oof. And they moved to Barbados, I think, two years ago. Or like 18 months ago. Nice. Uh, because he got a job there. And yeah, they get married out there. So, yeah. Sweet, I'll try and save for that. That's a nice little holiday. <laughs> Fucking expensive. <laughs> if you can call it a holiday, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck. No, it'll be good, man. I'm looking forward to it. But again, I, I'm trying actively trying not to go to too many things. I go to like Arc Tangent, I'll do like Fact Visions, the Arrow video thing. Anything outside of that, I'm gonna try and sort of be Button good. Down on. Yeah, oh. yeah. yeah, yeah. you've got um, for the love of horror, Zoon and Iron about going last year because they had Tony Todd, 
yeah. Kane Harder, yeah. Lost Boys people. Nice. Uh, but Tony Todd pulled out, and then I just didn't have the, I didn't have the cash to go. Yeah. Um, depending on how the rest of this year pans out, obviously I'm supposed to be trying to buy a house. Yeah. So I gotta put get some money together for that. But I'm still like, I also need to do stuff, otherwise I'll go fucking insane. If all I <laughs> yeah. do is work every fucking day. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for the love of horror, I've just announced. Um, Tony Todd is back. He's gonna be there this year nice. in full Candyman. Oh, sweet man, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> These various Friday the Thirteenth people come in. Yeah. Are you gonna go up to Tony Todd and be like, "Yo, the first Candyman was pretty shit, but the second one, amazing." I love the second <laughs> Candyman, dude. Um, I haven't seen the third one. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen the third one. I should watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. Oh, nice. For those of you who are remotely interested. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're on and on about for the love of horror and Sheffield HorrorCon um, has announced Joe Dante, who, yeah, I don't think I'd be a horror fan if I hadn't been as much in love with Gremlins as I was as a child. Yeah, true. So I'm kind of keen to go and get him yeah. to scribble on something Gremlins related. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'll I'll, I'll, obviously I'll check fans and see how we're doing on the Barbie Dust Band. We can't be a Web Zero. Woohoo! But yeah, um, I'm keen anyway. Yeah, like I said, they're, they're pretty good days out as long as the thing I find, and by all means, other horror listeners, feel free to tell me your thoughts on conventions. And if you've been, I've never been to the Love of Horror before or for the Love of Horror. Um, so if you've been to that one, let me know what you think. Is it worth the effort? From what I've seen, it looks like a very well organized event. Um, but yeah, the only I've ne- I've been a horror guy for a long time, but like never really been into the whole convention thing. I never really sort of felt the need to have my picture taken with people and all the rest of it. And yeah. then I went the one year because Barbara Crampton was there. And yeah. oh, I love Barbara Crampton <laughs> so much. Um, and Jeffrey Coombs from Reanimator, and like yeah. it was like two of these people from one of my favorite fucking movies yeah. are going to be in this country in the same room together. How can I not fucking go? Yeah. Um, and so I went and it was really cool but you pay for your ticket to get in yeah. and then once you're in it's essentially a load of horror vendors which again is super fucking cool because there's yeah. loads of cool shit yeah. but you've got to have money yeah, and if yeah. you haven't got yeah. money it's, just, you're it's a bit like you're walking around looking at all this cool shit that you can't fucking buy yeah, yeah. and then like you queue up to meet people to get them to sign stuff and then like it's all like oh, oh, yeah oh, yeah oh, yeah I really like you yeah yeah all good. again not awkward <laughs> not awkward at all no I'm not like some fucking six foot two bumbling fucking idiot um, but yeah so I don't know I'm kind of again there's some people on Instagram that we're talking to that we've made friends with that are like uh, talking about going to these conventions so it'd be quite nice to meet some people talk yeah. to some other horror people yeah that'd be cool um but yeah, again, it all depends on funds. But my finger is definitely on the pulse. I'm paying attention. <laughs> I'm keeping an eye out. That sentence could have gone in a completely different direction. <laughs> I really have to think a bit more before I start saying things. I've noticed a couple of things I've said this episode insinuate things going into yeah. cavities they maybe shouldn't be going into. There's definitely more bum talk than, this one <laughs> yeah. than there has been in any previous episode. Or more than others. I think there definitely has been some, but... <laughs> This one sort of peak, peak bum, peak bum. I'll talk. Um, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> on that note, thank you very much yes. for listening. Bumper here, I guess. Yeah. 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 We got to say it, otherwise it doesn't work. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to put it in. Otherwise. <laughs> we love you, and you love us.
So why didn't you follow us on some of this social media stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Too much. <laughs> no, man, that's great. This is the actual bubble, man. we got to carry it. we got to keep uh, it going. Follow us on Twitter at Goonies Podcast or on Instagram at Groovy Goonies Podcast. Uh, there's also a Facebook page. Search for Groovy Goonies, although not a lot goes on there. We never use it. And if you find this on either Twitter or Instagram, you'll also find our personal accounts, should you wish to hurl abuse at either of us. Yes. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. Cheers, Tom.